It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This is the show where we get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, and you know what those things are. Of course, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside-down did I say this show is live? We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And, of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And as a result of that, we're taking your phone calls. As always, if you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, it's all there, everything you need. Also, join the other Discord at 
fringe.fm slash chat and that will give us what we need there give you a direct invite watching all the chat rooms and all the places trying to keep up with all your amazing thoughts as we go through all of the things that are weird in the world and not just the world off world and uh, string theory and uh, you name it you name it basically we're into it and it's all over the place uh, sometimes it's weird, right? Uh, you can you can find mysteries within, and you can find mysteries without, and uh, kind of no matter how how far you go, in both cases, it seems to be uh, equally mysterious. And here we are, kind of in the middle of it. At least we place ourselves in the middle of it because we're people and experiencing our own conscious state and all the rest of that. But it is strange that uh, the larger you go or the smaller you go, the more mysterious things do seem to get. And well, of course, um, like I always joke in the past, you know, show me some. Something big, you say. Well, I don't know. Uh, a, a, a house is big. No, really big. All right, the moon is big. Yeah, that's right. Now we're talking. The moon is big. All right, and we're going to be talking about the moon tonight and uh, talking about uh, the the mysteries of not just within but also without. Uh, we're talking about without or just outside the planetary uh, sphere of the Earth. We've got our own satellite known as the moon, which everybody is familiar with. You can go outside, look up in the night sky, and see the moon. Right? There's no mystery there. However, <laughs> however, the plot thickens. The plot always thickens, doesn't it? Uh, and so as you go out and you look at the moon and you stare at the night sky, uh, you got to wonder, right? Uh, people have said it's made of Swiss cheese. People have uh, stated that uh, back to the Apollo missions that they, they hit it with a, an actual, uh, some sort of a craft and it, the, the moon clanged and rung like a bell. And, uh, you know, so there's some, there's some uh, theories about the moon being hollow and uh, all kinds of stuff, right? People have said it's a space station because it's tidally locked and it doesn't spin. So uh, clearly like uh, the best surveillance place in the entire uh, spot on all of Earth or in anywhere nearby is going to be on the moon facing us, staring down at us. That would be the best place to put a, a spy network, right? Or even an alien spy network, let's say. Uh, so, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot here because there's a lot happening with the moon. And uh, not, just, not just in particular with uh, we have the Chinese rover that spotted the mysterious object on the, on the dark side of the moon. We'll get to that tonight, but also there's there's another bunch of weirdness happening with, of course, Space Force and the idea that um, the next level of militarizing anything isn't going to be um, low Earth orbit, which we've already done, by the way, with the killer satellites and all the rest of that great stuff. But if you go a little further out now, the next logical place would be our moon. And uh, so lots lots happening there. And uh, I don't know. So so basically the. There's a lot of theories. There's a lot of theories regarding the moon, even to the point where some people say it doesn't exist. It's a hologram in the sky. Some people say the earth is flat and all the rest of this, right? We're not going to get into all that tonight, unless you really want to. If you really twist my arm, maybe. But uh, that's not really what's on the on the docket tonight. There's a lot going on. Of course, remember uh, Donald Trump and Space Force and the rest of that stuff when he created that. And there, it was um, some some pretty suspicious timing, I think, because we were watching that uh, Oumuamua kind of come into the solar system there, uh, which, you know, Avi Loeb and some others have described as a being a possible alien probe of sorts, uh, you know, with a light sail and all the rest of that stuff. And there's some things to back that up. There's actually some science to back that up. Meaning, of course, that uh, as Amuamua kind of came in, and remember uh, elliptical orbit, so it kind of came in from above the flat plane of the solar system. It came in from above, it kind of dipped in uh, past Earth, uh, zipped by Mercury around the sun, and then right back out of the solar system. So 
if you were going to send uh, some sort of alien probe to Earth to, to kind of spy on us for a minute, uh, that would be the ideal spot, right? Uh, to, to make sure it, it got a close pass to Earth so it could do whatever readings it needed to do, so the radio signals, or maybe scan our technology with some kind of an alien, who knows? I have no idea. All kinds of speculation here, which is, again, of course, what we do on this show. But but I think that the weird part is that, um, you know, there's been whispers of that secret space stuff, right? Of an actual base on the far side of the moon. Because clearly, uh, we've talked about this in the past, and, uh, you know, we, we talk about the moon a lot on this show, the moon and Mars and the rest of this stuff. Well, and the, the weird part is this. So if you were going to put a, uh, uh, once again, the moon is tidally locked, which means it does not uh, rotate like the Earth does. So it's stuck. It's stuck there in orbit with the one side facing us, the Swiss cheese side that we always see, okay? But what that means is on the, on the dark side of the moon, the far side, uh, dark doesn't mean that it's always dark. I actually learned this in the process of doing this show. I thought it was always dark, uh, like a, a knucklehead, because, well, I just thought that was a literal term. But it just means, uh, it does get sunlight, but it just means uh, the dark side of the moon, meaning that we can't see it from Earth. So it's um, always hidden from us, no matter what. And that's, that's where the, the, there's a little bit of strangeness here, because, you know, again, uh, some speculation with not just um, uh, the Apollo missions and, you know, uh, Buzz Aldrin has said some things about um, and uh, and I'm not sure he's said these things. I think he's been attributed to saying some things regarding aliens on the moon. Right. And telling the Apollo astronauts uh, in the first moon landing uh, to GTFO, like you guys don't belong here and, you know, you got to get get lost. And, you know, there's that mythology and all the rest of this. It seems pretty strange that even though the moon is super close and, you know, we can see it with an naked eye, that there's still a ton of mystery regarding this. We've only been there, what, a dozen or 15 or something like that times, something like that with people, uh, if that even, I guess. Uh, I didn't count them. I don't think that, that those details are that important because, uh, like I always say, like I said in a short video we just did on YouTube not too long ago, a couple of days back, uh, NASA, of course, uh, stands for never a straight answer. And so, and what I mean by that is, is it's not that, um, I don't think it's like an intentional lying device. It's like, you know, like there's some huge conspiracy afoot to deceive the world about a moon that doesn't even exist or space that is not real or things like this. I don't think that's the case at all. I just think that um, when I say that never a straight answer and there's a cover up in space, I mean that NASA is the PR front of a secret space program, of a militarized secret space program. And so that's what I mean. Very much like we've talked about, um, you know, this, with the summer of saucers past us now and um, waiting for disclosure from the government. Uh, nothing burger after nothing burger. Well, they're not going to tell us. I mean, they're just not going to tell us. And so it's up to us. Uh, we, we was watching a UFO Joe stream today on YouTube a little bit, and he was talking about this stuff. He was talking about disclosure and how the government and UFOs and all the rest of this stuff and. I don't know. I, I just don't have faith in that uh, that democratic process anymore because it's um uh, well not not to the point where I want to denounce it all, but it just uh, you know Washington is a gridlock a crap show, and uh, it's just what it is. So to expect them to do anything interesting or fun when they can't even do like um, ridiculous stuff, uh, you know, like ridiculous easy stuff, like slam dunk stuff. I think that's uh, I think that's a fool's errand. But anyway, uh, I digress a little bit. But back to the moon. Uh, so point being is if, if we're talking about not just disclosure, right, from the government, we're talking about the moon itself and the militarization of such. Well, then what's going on on the 
dark side of the moon, on the far side of the moon, right? We've had the lunar reconnaissance orbiter uh, zipping around the moon for a long time. So they say that the, the far side of the moon is actually pretty well imaged. But um, I'm not so sure that's the case because we had recently, of course, uh, with the Chang'e 2 mission and that U-2 rover, which I've said a few times now in the last week because it's making news again. If you remember not too long ago, maybe six months or something, six or seven months ago, this uh, Chinese rover that was on the dark side of the moon in the Von Karman crater, it actually found some sort of little... Um, what appeared to be, I don't know, like ectoplasm or something like this, like some kind of like slimy substance on the moon, right? Right there on the ground, not on a rock or anything. And it had to kind of uh, stop. And they, they, they stopped in his tracks. They turned it around. They went to investigate this thing. And what, what they told us, it was just a piece of ice that had frozen and looked uh, sort of slimy, right? And so th that's why they had to go and check it out. And who knows what the heck was going on with it. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, and uh, I, I had said this in the, uh, the video on, uh, that we just did on YouTube as well. But uh, if, if NASA stands for never a straight answer, what do you think the Chinese space program stands for <laughs> oh never an answer at all maybe <laughs> i don't know so so okay so the the weird part here is we're going to get to that tonight as well the the dark side of the moon and the the chinese rover and what might actually be back there but there's a lot of theories here there's a lot of theories about what's actually happening on the moon and it goes back quite a ways like back to the 50s even uh where they had plans to actually put a base on the moon itself so i think that's the weirdness right if we were planning for something like this in the 50s and there telling us that uh we didn't go back and put it you know all the rest of the stuff we haven't been back to the moon in 50 years or something like this 60 years whatever it is and uh well if they were making plans for it in the 50s to actually have some sort of moon base and then you know you put two and two together you know recently it was reported that the the pentagon is missing 20 trillion dollars i mean that would kind of line up with you know one of those black black budget projects right i mean i don't have documents to prove that or anything and i can't you know grab a telescope and look at the far side of the moon but if you're going to put a base up there that would be the spot would it not I think it definitely would be. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Militarizing the moon. We're talking about the far side of the moon. We're talking about this Chang'e 4. Uh, Chang'e, uh, is it 4? Uh, Chang'e 4, actually, I think is what it is. Uh, and the, the mission by the Chinese with the, the rover back there. And how they spotted something mysterious. So we'll get to that stuff. And uh, that's what we're doing tonight. So love to hear your thoughts on this. What are your theories on the moon? That's the question tonight. Uh, again, like um, people have said, holographic moon. People have said it's a space station. It's hollow. It's this, that. It's the other thing. I don't know. What do you think? It's uh, it's interesting to hear what, you know, I don't know, uh, Ingo Swan says, who was a, a notable remote viewer hired by the CIA back in the 60s, which we'll get to Ingo Swan as well. It's definitely interesting to hear what he has to say about regarding the moon. And, you know, let's say, oh, I don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson or, you know, professional astronomers, astrophysicists, people like this, Michio Kaku, whatever. It's interesting to hear what they say. But I think it's more interesting, to be honest, to hear what you say, because what is this all about? The moon, uh, the mythologies that surround it again uh, were there aliens that told our apollo missions to to, to get lost or not and uh, that's what this is all about just kind of considering all of the mythology surrounding this and of course the modern day militarization of the moon so i'd love to hear your thoughts the questions tonight are this what do you think the moon is 
Do you think it's exactly as it appears? It's just a satellite of Earth? Do you think it's some other thing, as people have described, maybe a space station? It is hollow. Uh, or is it a hologram of sorts? Is it some sort of a, a psyop that's been around for a very long time, maybe even perpetrated by aliens to fool hum- humanity forever? I don't know. We're, we're willing to go all over the place wherever you're willing to go, and that's why this is uh, the show that is called Troubled Minds. We don't uh, no, no real agenda here. My job is to start the discussion. Your job is to continue it and take it wherever you want it to go. So uh, regarding the moon, what are your theories? That's what tonight is about. And we got some new stories and some other interesting tidbits to get to. But uh, if you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear your comments and your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's start here. Let's start with space.com. And this is what's happening now, right? Like this is, uh, we live in a world where a mua mua just zip by and the rest of that stuff. And uh, we've got this. Uh, with not, not just that, we got Space Force being announced around the same time. And then here we go from space.com military interest in the moon is ramping up. Yep. Cislunar space has recently become prominent in the space community and warrants attention. A recent Air Force research laboratory document states. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. There we go. The U.S. Space Force is not the only entity engaged in reflecting on the topic of how best to extend the military presence far from Earth. Other nations, such as China, are doing so as well. Parallel to air, land, and sea skirmishes between nations here on Earth is cislunar space, and perhaps the moon itself, an emerging military high ground and new territory for conflict and that's a question mark it's a question this seems like a statement but it's a question mark now there's a variance of views according to experts space.com talk to and uh, uh earlier this year the the uh the air force research laboratory distributed a primer on cislunar space which i've got a link to that in the description if you want to check it out a document targeted at military space professionals who will answer answer the call to develop plans capabilities, expertise, and operational concepts for the region. Quote, cislunar space has recently become prominent in the space community and warrants attention, the document explains. And as the U.S. Space Force organizes, trains, and equips the to provide the resources necessary to protect and defend vital U.S. interests in and beyond Earth orbit, uh, the will be... Uh, the primer also underscores that new collaborations will be key to operating safely and securely on these distant frontiers. And that's right. You are currently aboard the Starship Troubled Minds and our ongoing mission. That's right. To seek out strange new worlds. And uh, there you go. That's what we're doing tonight. So I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on this as we get going. Uh, militarizing space. Uh, what's on the dark side of the moon? Do you think there is some correlation between the pe- uh, missing Pentagon trillions and what might be on the, the backside there? Have we actually achieved a moon base of sorts that uh, other people have not really been talking about? And uh, we're about to take this phone call, but it just dropped. So we'll just keep on trucking. So, so okay, that's, that's where we're at tonight. And there's more, right? Right? So not only this, okay, we have this, where they, uh, they're talking about this uh, place called cislunar space. And what that means is 
the space between the moon and earth all right so that includes of course the the satellite orbits and all the rest of this stuff but it also includes uh well yeah the moon itself and so if we're talking about the military high ground uh then the moon's got to be it right i mean uh, you could you could launch a missile from there uh, straight at earth and uh, they kind of never know what's coming so so i don't know pretty weird stuff with this I, I don't know what to think other than uh the the propaganda seems to be all over the place for a number of reasons i think i think they don't want us to know exactly how much they have up there because right you, you see what happens when you talk about military funding here on earth just in terms of you know uh, tanks and airplanes and you know bases all over the world things like this right people get all up in a hizzy about it and i and i don't blame them because it's a ton of money spent that could be used other ways but what about uh what do you think they have achieved some some of this stuff i don't know you tell me so there you go uh so as we drink the maybe juice tonight uh what is going on with the moon is it once again is it hollow is any of this stuff even real and uh that's what's going on so love to hear your thoughts 702-957-1037 let's go to uh joseph in iowa what's up joseph welcome to the show how are you my friend hey How's it going? Doing well, man. Doing well. Go go right ahead. What's your idea about the moon? What's going on with this? Well, I think we've been there, and we're we're there. Like not like been there, like like first Apollo, but like we've actually like we got bases there. Yeah, I don't think it's a fair race for anyone else. I think that there's like a globalized thing going on, but they're in the public's eyes. It's a race. Like, you know, like China's there and they're like, Oh, we got our Rover here, but it looks like there's, there's a giant uh, monolith here already or something. I can imagine they're freaking out, you know? Yeah. We're going to get to that. So if they actually found, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so just to, just to fill you guys in, here, here's what just went down, right? Uh, this is from uh, RT.com. Mystery Hut, they're calling it, spotted on dark side of the moon. And this is from that, that rover, that U-22 rover. So we'll get to that tonight, but it, it looks like, uh, well, just, I don't know, like a, a square out there. And again, uh, they, they're going to turn the rover and go check this thing out. But, you know, uh, probably the betting odds are this thing's just a boulder, but what if it's not? I think that's the question here. Do you think there's something up there that maybe, um, oops, uh, we shouldn't have. Uh, shouldn't have. What? What if it's China trying to out I the fact that we know. have a military base? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I think they would know because just like, like if you're you're orbiting the other side, you know, you're orbiting the moon. I'm guessing they orbit it. They do, or they fly yep. around it somehow. Yep. They have an orbiter. Yep, and uh, they would. That's that would give it away right, right away. You know, they would see activity. They would see track marks or something. It would be huge military operation, probably like massive. I imagine people would disappear in the public. Very uh, certain people, like in like countries, like definitely not America, since everyone's tracked. I'm sure some people would be selected but there would be colonies on the moon. 
Yeah, I, I think I think and, you're right. I think that's the thing. But if you were to do something like that, let's say since the 50s or 60s, you would be able to cover it up on the backside of the moon by just maybe like an international agreement saying, okay, we're, we're, we're doing this. We're going to let you guys do this, other nation states, but we're not going to talk about this, right? Just uh, don't, ever, don't ever let the cat out of the bag. But maybe this is what's going on. Maybe China's finally like, okay, let's expose the secret space program and cause like an international ruckus, you know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, what, what are your other theories on the moon? Do you think there's anything to the fact that the the uh, Buzz Aldrin has uh, eluded that maybe they were run off of the uh, the moon by aliens. Uh, no, I mean I don't know. I don't really have much conspiracy. I mean I see the moon all the time. I think it's weird because I always see the moon, and uh, like if you're somewhere else in the world and I and I feel like I'm seeing it all the time, then you know. Who I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. I got you. That's just. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Cool, cool. We're running but, out of time. Uh, You're running out of time. You've got about 30 seconds. So uh, go, go ahead and wrap it up pretty please, sir. Yeah, that was about it. Like maybe like the war, the space race is just made up like in the conflicts and like the high ground thing is just like, they're trying to make it happen unnaturally since they got it to happen and they got a little taste of it. It's like, they're like, yeah, like they got a little taste of it in desperation when, when the wars were happening. So now they want to bring, they want to keep bringing that out innovation. And so it might all just be a conspiracy. I think there's conspiracies everywhere. It's our job to determine which is a conspiracy and which is not. Thank you for the call, Joseph. You're the best. Everybody check out his YouTube channel. It's called Hydro Hose. Uh, I'll get the link in there in the chat tonight. Thanks thanks so much for the call. Thanks for kicking us off, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a great night. There you go. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about the moon tonight. Lots of conspiracies surrounding this, militarizing the moon, and the mysterious objects spotted by the Chinese rover on the dark side. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds, the moon, and you when we return. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And what are we talking about tonight? Well, as we take your phone calls, we're talking about the moon. We're talking about militarizing the space between the Earth and the moon, and we're talking about a discovery on the back side of the moon by a Chinese rover. Well, what are your theories on what's going on up there? How much are they telling us? And the rest of that. If you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. You can go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link. And uh, simple as that. Easy, easy, easy. Thank you, Joseph, for the first phone call. Testing the phone lines, kicking us off with some good thoughts here. And, uh, well, that's the question. There's a lot of questions here regarding the moon. Like I said, what do you believe it is? People have described it as, uh, again, being hollow and ringing like a bell. Uh, aliens met the Apollo mission up there and said, nope, get out of here. Uh, again, uh, who, who, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the hologram people described it as being fake entirely. Uh, again, we've heard the, uh, the more innocuous uh, conspiracies. Uh, the moon is made of Swiss cheese. I'm not sure anyone takes that one any, any seriously uh, anymore anyway. But I think there's a lot of weirdness to the moon that um, is, it's still, right? It's the closest celestial object. And I think it's got a ton of uh, mystery to it. It's one of those things where even though we can see it again, like I said, with some nice amateur uh, astronomy stuff, you could you could get really fantastic photographs of the moon. But then, well, it still leaves the backside, the far side, the dark side of the moon as as one of the mysterious places that. You know, without a satellite or without a, a space program, uh, we're told anyway, you can't get to the backside because you just can't see it, right? There's no nice rear view mirror hanging out there in space, so we could kind of just, you know, uh, gravitationally lens uh, kind of bouncing around and check the backside out from Earth. So it, it uh, it's, it's spawned a lot of conspiracies, and I think that's part of what uh, this is all about anyway, because what's going on up there? What's if I see a mama bug over on uh uh, on a D live and uh, what's up to Laura Jean on uh, the the fringe fringe uh, fringe uh, Discord, but okay. So let's get to this now. So so not only do we have this from uh, from the from space dot com, the military interest in the moon is ramping up, of course, for the military high ground. Uh, so it remains to be seen. And the question tonight is, how much do you think they've already done? Uh, we talked in the past about briefly about maybe a base on the moon, right? There was that uh, document leak, they say, that came from WikiLeaks where they talked about a a battle on the moon, right? We're not talking about that one tonight. That was another show. But tonight, instead, we're discussing, uh, well, what happened on the moon with the Apollo missions. We're talking about Ingo Swan, who's a remote viewer, by the way, and he did some remote viewing of some coordinates on the moon and described them. Uh, his, his remote viewing sessions as having 
people or aliens on uh, different part, portions of the moon. So I think that's the weird part. So that's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, how much of this do you think is accurate or true or untrue or disinformation? Or like uh, Joseph said, maybe it's all just a bunch of BS and they're telling us all this stuff just for you know military advantages. It's hard to say. Like I'm open to all those possibilities because you just never know. You just never know. It's a, it's a weird world we live in and truth ends up being stranger than fiction in many cases. So uh, that's what we're doing tonight. So this, this article from space.com, again, military interest in the moon is ramping up. Cis lunar space has recently become prominent in the space community and warrants attention. A recent Air Force Research Laboratory document states. Now, here's that document. If you guys want that, I'm going to paste it in the chats. It is in the uh, the description uh, field. As always, you guys can check my links and see that I'm not making this crap up. I promise you, uh, there are sources for all the things I'm saying. Even if the sources are bunk, I leave that to you to figure out because part of this is um, it's sort of a a um, what would you call it? Um, uh, an exercise in conspiracy theory is what we always do, right? It's uh, we, we talk about the mythologies surrounding these things, but how true could they be? If they were true, what else must be true? So in terms of that, if the moon itself, all right, was some sort of secret, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, it, uh, maybe it is hollow. People have said it's an alien space station, right? People have said that if that's not the thing. It's like the, an actual moon. We just have bases on the far side of the moon. Well, which brings us to this article. And this is a little bit strange that uh, we have this just happening. And it's in the news and everybody's talking about it. Uh, this, this is from RT, which, of course, Russia Today, Russian propaganda. But it's not much different than any other um, uh, individual that was reporting this uh, individual media company. So we'll just go with this. Mystery Hut, they're calling it, spotted on dark side of the moon. Here we go. A Chinese U-2-2 rover, Y-U-T-U-2 rover, has spotted an odd object on the far side of the moon. And it's been described in initial reports by media outlets as a mystery hut. U-2-2 is now poised to take a closer look at it. The strange cube-shaped it's cube-shaped, by the way. The strange cube-shaped object was first spotted by the Chinese Lunar Expedition in November. China's science outreach channel, R-Space, reported. The, ro- the rover detected the object on the horizon some 262 feet away. Uh, that'd be 80 meters to the north as it was traversing the von Karman crater in the southern hemisphere on the far side of the moon. The press office at the China National Space Administration, the CNSA, published a photo of the object rising over the horizon against a background of dark skies. Few few details can be ascertained from the photo, however, and the nature of the object remains unclear. The Chinese have expressed a strong interest in investigating this, quote, mystery hut. Uh, That's what they're calling it. And the rover is now expected to spend the next two or three lunar days, the equivalent of two or three months here on Earth, moving towards the object while avoiding the craters that pockmark the far side of the Earth's satellite. U-2-2 made its first ever landing on the far side of the moon on January 3rd, 2019, and has been moving around the 115-mile-wide Von Karman crater ever since. It is part of China's fourth expedition to the moon and the second that has involved a rover. And, of course, the, the first to ever put a rover on the far side of the moon, which is... Uh, pretty cool. I think it's uh, it's interesting stuff. And again, right? Some people say that none of this is real. That this is all just fake. And they have this. These pictures are from like a desert somewhere with like a green screen background and all the rest of this. I'm not sure I buy all that, but 
because I can go out and see the moon myself with my own eyes, right? Make my own determination. It is there in the sky. It is waxing and waning as the sun comes and goes and does its thing. And I have seen eclipses from the moon and all the rest of this, but I don't know. I don't know. So so you tell me, what's going on here? And uh, what do we expect to find? So the, the other question, as we talk about militarizing space, the moon itself, Space Force, we'll get to Ingo Swan, his remote viewing of uh, the moon itself and some of the things that they asked him to do. That's a pretty fascinating story, by the way. Way. We'll get to that shortly. But um, what, what are your theories? As always, right? I could talk about this stuff all night. You know me. I've got a motor mouth and I just talk, 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 talk. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. That's the most important thing. That's the, the whole idea of this show ever since day one. When we first started Troubled Minds, it wasn't about hearing famous people talk about things. It was about hearing you talk about things because uh, the, the regular person is uh, more important in the grand scheme of things than famous people. Uh, just don't tell the famous people that. They'll get all pissed off. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's the truth, and that's why we do it this way, kind of the everyman approach. I'm nobody. I'm just uh, somebody who decided, let's do this. Work really hard at it, and here we are. That's it. It's as simple as that. It's not any more fancy. I, like I always say, I have no inside sources or insider knowledge or any expertise regarding any of this. I just read stuff on the Internet like most of you guys, and so that's what this is about. So if you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear your thoughts. We're talking about the moon tonight. We're talking about militarizing this. We're talking about maybe a secret base on the far side of the moon. We're talking about this Chinese rover that discovered this mystery hut, they're calling it. Uh, like I said, I hope it's a, a poor translation of a something that's not that. But it does seem to be, if you look at the photograph here, I'll make it full screen so you can kind of see, that there's a uh, an actual... Uh, it does look like a cube, like a cube-shaped object kind of out there on the horizon, and it's far enough away where you can't really make out any details, uh, but it is close enough to where they're going to spend a few months driving over there to check it out. So, uh, I don't know, what are the theories here? What could this thing be? Like I was saying, right, the odd part is what if there is a secret space program on the, the far side of the moon, and China is like, Let's expose this. <laughs> Let's blow this up and turn it into an international uh, crap show uh, just because everybody's going to demand answers, right? I think that's the, the weird part here. Yeah, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what people are saying. Uh, the, the mystery uh, uh, hut, right? That's what it's called. Uh, they're saying it's a Pizza Hut promo. <laughs> Not so sure about that. But okay, anyway, so what are your theories on this? What are your theories on the rest of this stuff as we go? It is getting hot in this room. And uh, all right, so uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, let's go. Okay, so there's more. Let's see. What else do we have? There we go. Now, here's here's your take. Here's your hot take, right? The, not really your hot take. This is what they're saying it is. This is from sciencealert.com. Mystery cube found on the far side of the moon is probably not an alien hut. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on, man. But anyway, there's something strange in the lunar neighborhood. This is straight from the article. Uh, the exploration of the Von Karman crater, uh, China's U-22 rover, has spotted a peculiar object on the horizon. In a very blurry image, it appears to be a cube-shaped protrusion in an otherwise relatively featureless landscape. On a post on social network Weixin, W-E-I-X-I-N, China National Space Administration Outreach Program, our space referred to it as a mystery hut. Oh, all right. Uh, was it built? Uh, was it a home built by aliens after the crash landing? The post playfully speculates. Or is the pioneer spacecraft of the predecessors to explore the moon? Yeah, clearly, obviously. Uh, but anyway, so they're, they're saying, of course, in this article that uh, the answer is n neither of those things, but something that we know the moon has an, has an abundance rocks. 
We won't know for sure, however, until U22 can close the intervening 80-meter distance to study it up close, a process that will take another two or three months. It's partially because the solar-powered rover needs to shut down for the duration of the lunar night, which lasts two weeks, as well as when the sun is directly overhead to prevent overheating, and partially because the rover needs to travel slowly, navigating the hazardous, rubble-strewn, and crater-pocked lunar terrain. So that's what's going on tonight. That's what's on my mind. There's, It's making all the news headlines. And everybody's like, ooh, the mystery thing on the, the far side of the moon. Yeah, it is, you know, compelling enough to scratch your chin and think, hmm, what could that be? But I think the obvious answer here is a rock. However, right, it doesn't necessarily mean because we've seen some pretty amazing things happen in the last several years, have we not? I think that's the bizarre part that what if this is it? What if this is disclosure? What if they roll up on this thing and it is I'm drinking some maybe juice here? They, what if they roll up on this sucker and it is an entrance to an alien base? Yeah. You tell me. I don't know. Uh, I would hope that uh, it's going to be a little more exciting than uh, just a just a rock here. But we've been disappointed before, just like the last one that seemed to be some ectoplasm on the ground that they drove by. Well, it turned out to be just some frozen ice, they tell us, frozen water. And uh, it looked a little slick or something weird because of the sun hitting at a particular angle. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like I said, that's what, uh, because, well, that's what we do. That's what we do. We're just considering all the possibilities here. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, on the moon, on the Apollo mission, on the rest of the stuff? We'll get to some of that as well. And we're going to get to Ingo Swan tonight. Ingo Swan, of course, was a remote viewer hired by the CIA back in the 60s as part of Project Stargate. And Project Stargate was uh, basically a remote viewing program where what they do is they give you coordinates uh, to a remote viewer and they ask you to remote view those particular coordinates, okay? And so they used it for spying. Uh, this was part of a kind of an offshoot of the, the MKUltra project. Uh, but so they had uh, the, two, the two most notable and uh, famous remote viewers uh, contacted by the CIA to do this type of stuff were known as, uh, one was Joe McMonagall, was his name, and the other is the late Ingo Swan. And uh, these guys apparently were, uh, were able to remote view all kinds of crazy stuff because what they were doing, of course, if you're trying to remote view, let's say, in the Cold War, uh, out at, somewhere in Russia or something, right, for, for spying purposes, uh, what they would do is give them coordinates. And then they would take the coordinates, they would do their you know, remote view thing, and they would go view these coordinates. Well, they, to, to, to make sure that they were honest, they kept screwing with them. And they'd give them uh, coordinates on, the Mar- on Mars. They'd give them coordinates on the moon and things like this. And there's a really bizarre story about Ingo Swan and how he began remote viewing on the moon and uh, some of the amazing things that he saw. So we can add that into the mix, too. What do you think about remote viewing? Do you think it's just a sham or do you think there's something to it? And uh, that's uh, add one more question to the to the list of questions tonight. But that's that's what's on my mind. You can see militarizing the moon. We're talking about the secret space program, possibly. We're talking about maybe on the far side of the moon, a secret military base. Base. What has this U-22 rover from the Chinese space program actually found? Isn't it odd that it's going to take us two to three months to drive over there and find out? We have these lunar reconnaissance orbiters. I tried to find the actual coordinates of this thing. 
I couldn't because they don't tell you exactly where it is. It's just a photograph, and you don't know exactly where the rover is at this at this point in time. But I did try and find like uh, through what we know, imaging of the moon. I tried to find this spot so we could zoom in and get spoiler alerts. But um, nothing, nothing going on. What's up, Steve? I see you on Discord. Test one, two. What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, but okay, so that's what we're talking about tonight. And it's going to take a couple, three months. I couldn't get the the actual coordinate to check it out from the lunar reconnaissance orbiter images but uh, if anybody can uh, find that information i'd love to see it i'll keep uh, as you know what we'll do on this show is we'll keep watching this as it develops it's it's going to take a couple three months for them to drive over there as they said so well hmm, what is it in the meantime in the meantime we get to speculate anyway and at least well we're, we've got some evidence here we're looking at a photograph and it's a rock on the horizon at least a rock and it is cube shaped that's pretty interesting is there something to do with a cube hmm, i'm not sure i'm not so sure about that but anyway that's what's on my mind tonight we'll get to joe McMonagall and uh, uh sorry ingo swan i mean we'll get to him in the uh, the second hour here as we continue talking about the moon but uh what do you think do you think there is some sort of military presence up there currently or is this all just a bunch of hogwash? And uh, I'm open to all that. And like I said, if we don't consider all the possibilities, I think we're shortchanging ourselves. And uh, that's what this is all about. Getting together, having a discussion about uh, the way this stuff works. So if you want to be a part of the show, one more time, 702-957-1037. And uh, let's see, what do we got? Uh, make sure everything's good. Yep. All Discord's all fine. All right. So let's see, what else is there? Let's uh, jump into this. Here's another one, too. This is from Stranger Dimensions. And this is what got me thinking in terms of uh, the rest of this, not just with the rover that spotted this cube on the far side of the moon. But now we have these rumors, right? This goes all the way back to uh, February 2015. But strange tales of a secret moon base. And that's what's kind of making me like, uh, hmm, wonder. What's up, Lily? In the chat says, uh, they don't spend trillions for show and tell. And I think that's absolutely correct. Uh, so here we go. During the Apollo uh, 11 mission on July 20th, 1969, as Neil Armstrong, Armstrong became the first human to step foot on the moon, audiences around the world were captivated. Quote, one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind, he said as he famously descended the ladder of the lunar module. But afterward, he apparently said something else, that he could see a light inside of a nearby crater. Mission Control requested more information, but as far as listeners were concerned, the transmission went dead. However, some believe those two minutes of silent transmission were intentional, hiding a conversation that could have changed the entire world. And leave it to ham radio operators to pick it up, and this is... Of course, a lot of maybe juice and allegedly. But this is how the conversation supposedly went down. Armstrong said, what was it? What the hell was it? That's all I want to know. Mission Control said, what's there? Malfunction, some sort of garble. Mission Control calling Apollo 11. Uh, Apollo 11 responded, these babies were huge, sir. Enormous. Oh, God, you wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you, there are other spacecraft out here lined up on the far side of the crater edge. They're on the moon watching us and that's what i'm talking about here uh, but was there proof allegedly again buzz aldrin captured color footage of the alien crafts but was uh, it was confiscated upon their return to earth the astronauts were silenced and nasa refused to acknowledge any such event nonetheless a handful of pictures surfaced that many claim are evidence of alien activity on the moon and so that's what we're talking about tonight so not just maybe our bases what about alien bases what about this story? This is a, uh, again, you want to call this a, an urban legend. You want to call this a, a myth. You want to call it BS. All that's okay by me because, again, that's why we talk about this stuff. Uh, to kind of consider the, put it through the paces, consider the possibilities here, and wonder if this could really be true. 
Have you heard this story, by the way, that uh, the, the Apollo mission was actually run off and you know, we, we were told not to come back to the moon, which is why we haven't been back in a very long time. That's one of the stories. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Like I said, I wasn't even alive then. So um, it's all secondhand, right? It's all secondhand information to me. So uh, and even thirdhand or fourthhand in some cases, because you're reading other people's accounts of other people's accounts. And then who knows? It's probably made up. I did say this before. I was uh, looking very hard on the on the interwebs to find anything that uh, anything remotely resembling this ham radio interception of the the uh, the two minutes missing in the Apollo mission and I, I could never find anything I've still never found anything so it makes it, that that makes my uh, my 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 BS meter go off and my want makes me want to strap on some more tinfoil because Right, you would expect something that uh, th- that explosive that somebody would have recorded that. Hopefully, uh, you don't really have a source on that. It's ne- you know you never have somebody stand up and say, "I was there, I heard it on my radio." There's none of that stuff going on, so it makes me go, mm, "I don't know, I don't know about that." But again, like I said, who am I to judge? I've never been there. If you guys have never been to the moon, well, I, we only have a very few a select group of people to take that from. So, so I don't know. Uh, what's up, Steve? Says that the cube on the moon is a crashed borg cube get patrick stewart <laughs> right maybe maybe i don't know and that's what we're talking about tonight so what are your theories what are your theories regarding of course the moon the moon landing how they got run off uh, by aliens up there and uh i've got all the links down below like i said i'm totally not making this stuff up even though it sounds like it i'm not it's uh it's one of those things where it is sort of gone down as an urban legend and uh it's turning into a mythology at this point i think because there is no actual direct evidence as far as i'm aware of this actual transmission that was sent to the apostles astronauts that they went offline for two minutes and they had like a uh, another chat on like a you know a a secret channel uh, describing aliens and the light they saw in the crater but it does have me sort of uh, remembering this event and this folklore or mythology as it was as it is because uh, of this u22 chinese rover on the dark side of the moon finding this mystery cube makes you wonder what's actually up there what's on the dark side are they telling us everything and if we can image this stuff straight from their lunar reconnaissance orbiter are they redacting information and that's uh, that's what's on my mind that's what uh, troubles my mind tonight and i hope that uh you guys enjoy the thinking about these things too so a lot of theories here a lot of theories we're discussing again military moon stuff secret space program bases on the far side of the moon if all that's true in any capacity is the von Karman crater the place where they're going to find this stuff the the chinese rover is just rolled up on this mystery cube the mystery hut is they're they're describing this and uh what about the aliens that told the apollo mission not to come back right there's a lot here what about the moon uh, ringing like a bell tons of stuff tons of stuff to consider what's really going on actually on the moon and that's what's uh that's what's on my mind tonight so uh, as usual right this is a conversation that goes two ways i'm just kind of kicking it talking because i'm a motor mouth and i've got a microphone and uh, i'm on the internet and also on the radio so that's what we're doing tonight we're hanging out and uh, kicking it talking about interesting things and tonight that interesting thing happens to be the moon and this chinese rover that found a mystery object and of course news that the space force is trying to militarize the the space between the moon and earth itself and of course the next step would be the moon itself so well 
What are they protecting? What are they protecting against? And all the rest of that. Uh, what is the Space Force actually doing uh, that the Air Force cannot do? Well, lots of questions here, and uh, I wish I had answers. I'm, sh- I'm woefully short on answers these days, but uh, I think if you want answers, it's easier to tune in to many other people because they'll just tell you the answers, won't they? <laughs> they'll, they'll just tell you the answers, but I don't have them. I don't have them. But anyway, so as we get going tonight and talking about this and thinking about amazing things, love to hear your thoughts what's going on with the moon what's happening with the military stuff what's happening with this uh this urban legend this myth maybe that uh aliens told the apollo mission not to come back what's going on with that not only that what's happening with the dark side of the moon you tell me. Love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're talking about the moon tonight. We're talking about the mysteries, the mythology, and the truth, whatever that may be. Love to hear what you think. But for now, we're going to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds, the moon, and you when we return. Be right back. to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. Random, random, random images. Does it traverse neurons in the brain? 
so maybe maybe uh maybe maybe uh and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We do it on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what do we do on this show? Well, I'm glad you asked. We talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. The government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Tonight, of course, we're taking your calls as always. If you want to be part of the show, give us a ring at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. The phone number is also there. So if I read the number too fast or you missed it, just a one-stop shop. Everything Troubled Minds, it's at troubledminds.org. You'll find it all there. All the social media, the podcast, and everything else as well. Uh, All right, so what we're talking about tonight is the moon. All right, but not just the moon in the traditional sense. It's a nice thing in the sky, is it not? It's uh, waxes, it wanes. It's uh, it's it's nice to look at all the rest of that stuff. But there's a whole lot of mythology surrounding the moon, and there's news. So we're as we talk about mythologies, we're going to talk about remote viewing the moon, the moon uh, from Ingo Swan and his take. He wrote a book called Penetration. Uh, hold your jokes, please. Uh, but he was talking about actually remote viewing the moon. We'll get to that as we go tonight. But also there's uh, there's some news about militarized the moon about uh, that's the next place that we expect to see uh, not not only space force but different uh, nation states China maybe Russia who knows who else India possibly uh, trying to get to the moon first and build a base so they can uh, be first right if you're first you're the best because you can uh, start uh, building your infrastructure up there you can start uh, setting up defenses against whoever might follow all the rest of that stuff right so we're discussing that but then also at the same time we have news of of a Chinese rover on the dark side of the moon, the far side of the moon. It's tidally locked. It does not rotate. And so we can't see it with a telescope and in a traditional way from Earth. So we can look at the, the side that faces us, but the far side has been uh, obscured, as it were, as, as it as it is, I guess. Uh, and so it, because we, we just can't see it. As, as civilians, we can't see it. So we have to take, uh, take NASA and all these other programs at, at their word 
they're telling us everything over there is just fine. No, nothing to see here, right? Uh, very much like Mars in the same manner. Uh, but, and I'm not saying that, like, there's aliens. But, you know, the ancient astronaut theorists do say yes. So uh, that's what this is about. But so not only that, on the far side of the moon, we have this uh, rover, the Chinese rover that just found this mystery object. And they're calling it a mystery hut. All right? That was the translation from the Chinese state media that put out the image. And, uh, well, what exactly do you think they found? Clearly... The easy answer is it's a boulder, right? That's what uh, they're saying on Science Alert. It's probably a rock. Yeah, probably, right? But what if it's not? And that's really what we're talking about tonight as we consider all the possibilities, including, well, what about the moon? Is it a hologram? Is it real? It doesn't ring like a bell when you smack into it with a spacecraft. Uh, were there aliens there that met the Apollo uh, landing and told them to, to go away? All kinds of stuff to talk about here and to consider. And as we do that, uh, 702-957-1037. And uh, let's get your thoughts. Let's go to our good buddy, Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Robert. How are you tonight? Ah, good evening. Good evening. Um, that, that idea that it's a rock is rather odd to me because... I've seen plenty of pictures of the moon, and I've never noticed any rocks. I've seen crater peaks, like, but that's a smooth uh, cube there. Right? Uh, that'd be the first rock I've ever seen on a picture of the moon. Yeah, so I was looking, actually. You're, you were correct, and I was like, okay, this doesn't seem to be like, you know, because if you look look at the horizon, and even nearby this thing, there are no rocks. It's like the only thing that seems, it's what makes it be out of place. And so on the, the front side, I don't know, I don't have, you know, super close pictures, but I have seen where they said that uh, they had uh, photographs of rocks from the Apollo missions. But again, right, some people say that was uh, filmed by Stanley Kubrick. So <laughs> who the hell knows, man? We've been. To, we went to the moon, um, but I would have to. It's my. I'm going. All this is my opinion now. All right. Uh, I'm not saying it's true or not. It's just my opinion. Uh, but my opinion is that that the moon is definitely an artificial satellite. How could it be anything else when Apollo 12 crashed uh, the ascent stage of its lunar module onto the moon? moon surface and that's when it rang like a bell and it, and, and it rang like a bell for an hour right that if that was if that was a solid piece of rock the moon there would be no such thing it, it couldn't ring like that it couldn't ring at all um so it and i and i think that and it's interesting that they find this cube there and I'm looking back on Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey where they found the monolith on the moon. All right? And I'm, I'm wondering if there's uh, something uh, coincidental about that. Um, and I also wonder um, why they don't put satellites with, with big mirrors uh, and send them to the back of to the backside of the moon, just above the horizon, to catch the sun's rays and beam that light down on the dark side of the moon and, and use terrestrial telescopes uh, just to focus on those mirrors to see, you know, to see what's down there. 
I don't know. It just occurred to me why they don't do that. What I do th- you think? I, th- I think that's possible too. So, so there's these things called uh, in, in, in like a gravitational situation, these Lagrange points, right? So supposedly they're supposed to be, I think it's with the moon too, but they say that in particular parts regarding the sun and the way the solar system and gravity sits and pulls and pushes against each other, that there are places where you could place, you could put a satellite there and just let it sit and it wouldn't have to be uh, subject to the, the regular laws of like a centrifugal rotation and that whole orbital effect because it's kind of stuck between the two gravitational signatures so i think what you're describing can be done uh why well i I think there i think as far as space programs go there's a whole lot of questions on why why like why why don't we have a base up there now why aren't people living on the moon now why you know there's a lot of whys but yeah i'm with you i i I, for transparency uh put it up there let's see but they don't want us to see right (laughs) then it it is weird think of it this way think of it this way if there was some sort of like alien civilization on the on the far side of the moon let's say this thing is like an alien artifact or something right do you think they'd want us to find out first or do you think they'd want to like cover this up that's the question right that that kind of answers everything i think i think back a few thousand years ago maybe maybe as as many as twenty five thousand years or 20,000 years ago, um, the ancient astronauts um, decided to move to the moon because their human creations proved to be murderous brutes. And they felt that it would be safer just to uh, make some bases on the moon just to, uh, and, and monitor uh, what, you know, the Earth from there. Um, and I think that once we started landing on the moon, all right, that kind of ticked them off, all right? And I think that their bases on the moon uh, are probably empty, that they probably abandoned the moon because of that intrusion, feeling no longer safe, and and moved to maybe Ceres, uh, Neptune's moon, a safe distance away, uh, knowing that it'll be a long time before we set foot on that. What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, actually if you were, uh, you know, some sort of alien species trying to keep keep tabs on us, the, the, the best place to be would be the, the far side of the moon. Because just as you described, it would take a long time for, for humanity to even reach it. And then once they do, uh, they barely got there. So you could just hop, skip, and jump somewhere else. I think it's logical to assume that yeah, if, if it, that... It, it, go ahead, go ahead. And it's good for us because if they abandoned their bases on the moon to make fresh ones and at a safe distance, uh, then we have access to their abandoned bases and maybe to their technology. And and instead of having to go through uh, uh, the grueling work of of building our own bases, we just occupied theirs. Yeah, well, and wouldn't that be interesting? What if if this is actually the remnant of an abandoned alien base? (laughs) <laughs> uh oh! Sure. The plot thickens, doesn't it? <laughs> sure it does. Sure it does. Um, but the, the most important point is that if that's artificial, which I think it has to be, because it rings like a bell, who put it there? It's a good question. That's the big question. If it's artificial, it's hollow. Who put it there? And what is it actually? What is it being used for? Yeah. Yeah, lots right. of weird we, stuff. We put satellites. We we put satellites up and to orbit our Earth, 
Right, if you put the moon there to orbit our Earth, that's a satellite. It is. It is. Actually, technically, it is. It's a satellite. <laughs> so, so, I, I don't know. That, that's a good question. Uh, so, so what do you expect? So what, what is your prediction here? Even if it's, let's say it's something anomalous and they can't explain it right away, do you think we'll get scientific data from this as they drive up and get closer? Or do you think they'll uh, make up some excuse no. and say Epstein killed himself? No, no. The Chinese, the, the Communist Party of China is not going to be any more open to uh, releasing such information in our own our own uh, deep state. All right? They're going to keep that close to the vest. Um, they're not going to share that. Yeah, I, I don't think why they would. Why would they? Yeah, why would they? Exactly. If, 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 if I think that's, that's the danger here, is we're talking about militarizing the moon and the space race and all the rest of this as well. If you're the first person out there, the first nation to find some sort of alien artifact, uh, you you actually have a lot more to gain by keeping it secret and studying the thing and all the rest of that, right? See what you can learn from it, technology-wise and everything else, instead of just letting it out to the to the outside world. And I, I think that's the obvious painful you, part. Yeah, go ahead. But don't you think it's interesting that even that much information got re- you know released, revealed? That there was this strange thing that they wanted to send their rover towards to get a close-up view. I, I, isn't that kind of peculiar that if they want to keep it all a secret, that they even released that that to the information to the world? Yeah, unless of course through like some sort of uh, orbiter, they actually have. Uh, photographs and they know it's just a rock, right? And so they're just kind of teasing their space program for publicity. I could see something like that. But yeah, I, I think in, in the sense that if this is something, it does, unless of course it goes dark, right? If they say, oh, well, we stopped getting transmissions from the rover. That's the type of excuse I'm thinking might happen if this is actually something, right? So so who knows? Uh, I'm with you. It or, is peculiar. Or they, or they get close enough to it, find out that it is in fact an, uh, an alien structure, right? And simply tell the tell the world, uh, well, we got close enough, but it's really just a rock. Yeah, uh, and, you know, and I think, uh, like I said, uh, I guess the prediction is they say that it's going to take two to three months to get there to actually take a look at this thing. But uh, at what point will they know it's a rock and then just kind of tell us whatever they want to tell us? I think that's the weirdness here. My goodness, my goodness, those 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 uh, Chinese rovers do move slow, don't they? Yes, they do. I, I was re- thinking I the same thing. <laughs> I, 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 I remember seeing astronauts in their dune buggies up there on the moon, flying flying around like uh, they were on a, a, a California beach. Yeah, that's I mean, true, they huh? Get speed out of that. That's true. Yeah, they get speed <laughs> out of that. What's the matter with Chinese? Uh huh. Uh, again, everything takes a little bit longer than it seems, and it makes you wonder why. Definitely more wise, more questions than answers for sure, for sure. So, so if you got to make well, a prediction, I know James is waiting to talk to you. Okay, what's mm-hmm. your prediction? Alien or just a rock? I think it's alien. Okay. I, I think that it's. Uh, I think it's an antenna of some sort. Um. And 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 I get the impression it's almost translucent. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Good stuff. Now well, I know James is. James is waiting to call. I, I can, uh, and I want to hear what James has to say about all this. So I'm going to get off the phone. I just wanted to have a have a small, comfortable conversation with Michael. 
Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye. All right, there you go. Simple as that. That's Robert in uh, in I uh, uh, can't remember, but uh, but uh, because my I have a, the memory of a goldfish. But uh, I think Pennsylvania. But the thing is, he's got a book called uh, Stories from a Fractured Mind. He's an author. Check it out. Link is in the description. He doesn't call for me to plug his book. I just do because he sent me one, and it's fantastic. You guys should check it out. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's go to uh, all right. So we're still talking about the moon tonight, guys. We're still talking about uh, the the again this far side of the moon, this Chinese rover, this mystery cube, as they're calling it. What exactly is this thing, and uh, what do we expect to find? If it is some sort of uh, anomalous something, uh, do, do we expect uh, something to happen with the rover? It's going to just, oh, well, we lost contact with the thing, and now we don't know. The rover went dead, right? And then, you know, two years later, they're like, oh, the rover fired up again, and this thing is just a rock, right? Uh, like, I, I could buy something like that for sure. Uh, you know, the, this this rock didn't kill itself or whatever. I don't know. A- anyway, so uh, looking to hear your thoughts on this as we talk about not just this military rising space what do they have to gain what's on the dark side of the moon this this whole th- this has gained a lot of traction in the press but it, it's possible it could be a publicity stunt right to just kind of advertise um, chinese um, chinese technology and their uh, you know the fact that they're the first ones on the far side of the moon with a rover so who knows uh, again i don't have the answers here but uh, looking to hear your thoughts on this uh, and one more time 702 957-1037 at 702-957-1037 let's go to our good buddy james james salcedo of salcedo paranormal uh, check out his podcast he goes five nights a week and he talks about paranormal stuff check it out links in the description what's up james welcome to the show how are you my friend i'm good great topic and great calls already thank you very much and uh what do you think here uh did you get a chance to look at this photograph at all and it, it's not much but you can see something there it definitely looks anomalous doesn't it yeah, it definitely looks to be, like they said, a cube-shaped, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, that is interesting. I do agree that, the, you know, the, the logical, the rational explanation is probably that it's a, a rock, except also Robert brought up good points that that doesn't seem like in the pictures, and I haven't, I haven't let myself, but I believe everyone here, you know, doesn't seem like there's a lot of pictures of rocks anywhere else online, so... That's interesting in itself. Yeah. So and and that there's no rocks around it. So so the way they're describing this is that it was a an impact of some sort and it kind of pulled the rock out from underneath the the moon regolith is, is what it what they're saying right. So that's what they're expecting it to be. But again, like you said, uh, if there's rocks all over the place, then you would expect there to be rocks all over the place. And in this photograph that you're looking at, there aren't rocks all over the place. There's a few, right? There's a few for sure. But a big old one on the horizon like that, it's definitely an anomalous thing and makes people wonder. Makes people wonder. What's up? Uh, what's up? TR3 says, uh, or I know exactly what you're saying, but I'm not, I'm not we're not going to get into that. You're going to get me into trouble. But okay, so so I don't know. Uh, maybe a rock, maybe not. I don't know. So, so what about the rest of this then? What about militarizing space and anything else um, what else you got james oh i think um definitely i mean that there all governments are always looking for any advantage um i think even if there was some kind of one one world government kind of thing there would still be the factions within it trying to get advantages um so it doesn't wouldn't surprise me if there's a lot more there than we think um so that just makes me wonder, do they know what this is already or not? And then if they don't, it just 
I almost kind of, um, in a way, I hope it's some kind of alien something or other. I think that would... It'd be nice to actually have some news of something not normal, in a way. <laughs> right. Something, something that's not politics. Get, get, bring the aliens already, please. Can we just get to the aliens already? Uh, <laughs> kind of tired of yeah. all the rest of the propaganda. Can you imagine if, if they did announce aliens, how that would be propagandized? Like like the Vatican trying to spin it, like the, the, the politicians trying to spin it, the China trying to spin it. You know what I mean? Like, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, like, man, yeah. man. Just, yeah. just the flood of information that would come out of that seems crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is a, this is part of that weirdness that, uh, as you know, we'll keep an eye on this stuff as it goes, and, and you know, uh, hopefully that the, this you know Chinese rover doesn't miraculously go dead at, at the moment it's about to tell us what this thing is. You know, that 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 would be your standard cover up, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I do agree with with all Robert's points about how it's odd that it's going to take that long to get there. That's that is hilarious that. You know, there are supposedly vehicles going around the moon, just no problem. But then now it's going to take months to get there. That's just, that is a bit ironic. Not only that, this is the craziest part. They say it's on the horizon only 262 feet away. You know, that's a, if you hit a baseball out to the left field or right field foul pole, that's approximately 300 feet. So we're talking about from home plate to the left field or right field foul pole in most stadiums. I only know that because I'm a baseball junkie. But we're talking about just the length of down the first base or third base line to the fence. And it's going to take this thing two to three months to get there. What? <laughs> Something doesn't add up, does it? That's interesting, though, because it makes you wonder about the size of the thing. Um, I mean, you can barely see it in the picture, but I don't know. It just, I really, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about what it is. I mean, I don't expect to get any, any information, um, any actual information about it, but it's, it is fun to speculate. And um, I, I, I've said this before, it, it seems like if we're going to go with fiction, it's either uh, some kind of, a, and I think someone in chat already said this, a Borg cube, which would be bad, or some kind of, a, there's this character in Marvel called the Watcher that literally its job is to watch Earth. And um, that could be more interesting, but also bad because there could be other beings out there. If there's something that powerful there, then who knows what else is out there. Exactly. And uh, I'm hoping, too. I'm hoping there's something at least fun, you know, at least to, to, to make people scratch their heads and go, well, it's a rock, but it's not a rock like anything we've ever seen. Right. Starts to make you think about what might be buried beneath. Uh, I, I'm OK with that. Just give us something, man. Give us something. Uh, looking forward exactly. to what they find here. But yeah. Yeah, I'm with you 100 uh, percent. James here, like I said, has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. Check it out. Links in the description. James, great stuff. You're the best. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Have a good night. You too, my man. All right. As we continue talking and considering all the things, well, uh, what do you think? What do you think about this moon discovery by the Chinese rover? And do you think there's something to this? Do you think it's going to be a cover-up? you think it's a publicity stunt? What is going on on the the far side of the moon? And, well, uh, what about this militarizing space? Lots to talk about, lots to think about, which is what we do. Part of having a troubled mind. There are no answers here, just more questions. Do you want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is Troubled Minds I'm Michael Strange don't go anywhere more the moon and you when we return be right back
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about the moon. In particular, this China rover has found a peculiar object on the far side of the moon. What is it? Could it just be a rock like they're telling us or like we expect to find? Or do you think, because it is on the far side of the moon, we can't verify the information, so we're going to get some shenanigans. It's not NASA, which of course, as I we say tongue-in-cheek, stands for never a straight answer. It's the Chinese space program. And of course, well, if you think NASA has something to hide... <laughs> Meet the CCP. All right, if you want to be part of the show tonight, we're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, just hanging out, talking about uh, the possibilities of what, what we expect to find on the far side of the moon. And as we do that, uh, we will go to our good friend, the Night Stalker here, whenever he's ready, because he's uh, he's at work and uh, <laughs> jumping around doing his thing. Appreciate him taking the time off from work to call us and give us his hot takes. But uh, that's what we're talking about tonight what is actually going on here and uh what do we expect uh, to to get what information do we expect to get and what information do we expect to find what's up derek in massachusetts tonight stalker welcome to the show what's up my friend oh can you hear me brother loud and clear go right ahead oh great show great show thank you sorry i, w- I would have called earlier but i'm uh my my super monday right now it's my uh, first day back from my little birthday vacation i just took so nice struggling over here right now yeah no sweet no no sweat go right ahead man um all right, yeah. So I haven't like taken a bunch of notes and like cultivated a, a my usual take or whatever, but just my general moon thoughts or whatever. Um, it seems like the dark side of the moon or whatever it has like become almost a meme. Like it's on, it's in trans- the Transformers movie. It's like we're, we've we're bombarded with so much um, theories and ideas and like I don't know um, information that makes it seem like they're they're hiding something on the dark side of the moon. So that part of it makes me believe that that's absolutely what they're doing. And they're, we're about to, uh, come across like some kind of base or whatever, but also like, I'm not sure. I just don't know if I fully believe it. You know, I don't, I don't know if I, if I fully believe it. Cause it's, it, again, it is all just from, from NASA or from space agencies and stuff. And like, it doesn't matter if they're different countries, they're all, they use the same logos and stuff. They're all pretty much in on it together, in my opinion, you know? So, the moon ringing like a bell thing is like fascinating, obviously. And that was a great take from Robert, but I'm just not positive. I believe it, you know, cause they could easily just tell us that it is. They can give us all this mythology that we can like, I don't know, kind of have wrapped around, um, the moon for the last like 60 years or whatever more since the moon landing. Um, I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, but, um, as far as like, I was talking to rivers earlier and she was trying to, uh, explain to me what like this, this U, the U2 2 means like what what is it in Chinese mythology and apparently it's like uh, it's based around this jade rabbit who's like almost like a like a like a assistant of this like moon goddess um, Chang'e or whatever and um, I guess in the mythology I'm just gonna kind of read it right here off, uh, like in the mythology this jade rabbit is like trying to concoct like this medicine or these like pills for this moon goddess so that like i guess for some reason this moon goddess is like trapped on the moon so her goal for some reason is to get back onto earth so when i like see these nasa missions or missions any kind of space missions um we've talked about a bunch of times like jennifer had a, had a great like 
um, call about it like a few months ago about how all these missions I believe are like f- first and foremost rituals. Like I'm like pretty sure about that. I'm less sure about if there's any craft actually getting to the moon. Like I don't, I, I generally don't know. Um, but in this like in this mythology with this jade rabbit, um, this again this is from Rivers, and I'm kind of like bastardizing it a little bit to make it fit. But there's a moon palace that like this um, the jade rabbit, which is the U two too. Uh, and Chang'e live and inside this palace. He's trying to like concoct this medicine for her so she can come back to earth. And it's just a weird thing. Like we've said a few times that imagine, um, this last like 20 months or two years or whoever is like put a bow on or ended by some kind of like alien announcement. Um, it seems like there's, I don't even want to say the word per se, but like Corona was the actual location of Roswell. There's a, so just a boatload of like alien slash virus like synchronicities that have been going on together so now the idea that this mythological figure whose whole job is to like create this medicine or this some kind of pill it says in the mythology for this moon goddess this like watcher type thing this deity this that is watching the earth from the moon um in order for her to come back to earth so that's the whole idea of like these watchers returning to earth or these aliens returning to Earth, or these, whatever, you know? So, if it's a ritual, I wonder if that's the angle, you know? This journey, this Jade Rabbit journey, to this, like, mystical moon palace, you know? This mystery hut, you know? Oh, I'm rambling, mis- but. No, you're good, the mystery hut. Uh, pretty wild, though, because uh, Chang'e, of course, the goddess, is, is stuck on the moon, is, is what, what the way the story goes, right? So, so, so. Yeah. so if, if this mystery hut is the thing and we're going to stir the hornet's nest, uh, where are the hornet's going to fly to? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's the thing. I mean, is it like, is this just a ritual in order for them? Because like, before they do anything major, they do these, re- these weird workings and these r- weird rituals, whatever. Is this just like a zeitgeist transformation type ritual before they make some kind of alien announcement? It might not actually really have anything do with this per se it might just lead us into some type of disclosure especially with this whole maxwell trial and everything we talked about that before too which that like we were waiting for some kind of alien announcement to be made because that pattern has happened a lot with her and epstein and all that kind of stuff there's a lot of alien connections to that so i was wondering okay here comes a distraction where they're gonna unleash some kind of weird task force or some some new nugget to give us to last us this next month or two you know um but i'm very open to the idea that like yeah maybe they just will say yeah we found a base this is it aliens are here you know i'm open to that i just obviously don't don't lean in that direction you know yeah well that you would expect for them to have uh, like i said politicize it somehow cover it up all the rest of that stuff uh you know what's also notable at the Ghislaine maxwell case that the epstein stuff is that i read today uh, and this is on Twitter, so uh, uh, unverified. But uh, they're saying that uh, the the rumors are going around that that trial is going to be over this week. So literally, the, wow. two weeks is all they're going to give this thing. Three witnesses, two weeks, and that's that. Like you could go months into this and still still have you could be pulling name after name after name out of the Epstein hat, right? But oh, isn't that the real inconvenient truth? Bizarre. So maybe that is this absolutely is, bizarre, right? Yeah. So maybe you're right that 
that this is going to be the announcement, the thing they spin super hard that maybe even imply the aliens are here to just get that out of the news cycle. Uh, I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's possible. I mean, again, like we, we do, if, if we're looking for predictive programming and we're looking for these little clues and nuggets that they give us, they've given us a ton for the dark side of the moon. The idea that they do have stuff back there. And there's all kinds of like, do the grapevine stuff talking about the different astronauts saying that they saw something on the dark side of the moon. And I'm obviously very, very open to that. But also like, I think there might be some kind of MK ultra connection with this whole thing too. And that what if they're just lying whole cloth? What if, what if they're not like, I don't know what they told us about, a, about a ringing bell uh, in order just to create a narrative. They're giving us these little pieces, these little clues in order to, so we're fighting about different elements of something that might not even be the case uh we've talked about before but there's all kinds of mythologies especially like the older you go that the moon is not a rock it's like it's closer to a portal it's closer to some type of maybe even a plasma um or something like a2 and rahu i believe is like the names of like the hindu mythology where they're they're portals they open up on these important solstice solstice days and stuff and that i believe is encoded in the moon missions for America, at least, um, the Artemis mission and the Apollo mission essentially is like a Stargate logo with like, it's all like the elements of what I believe is happening with this like portal travel with this like Delta grid thing. The idea, like it, it almost confirms it for me that like there, that the moon is more so like a doorway, like a launching pad for them to go elsewhere through this, like the first gate you have to go out, you know? Um, and if that's the case, if it's not something to land on, then all of it is, is fictitious and made up, you know? And that brings you to in- Ingo Swan, where, I mean, I know we have a lot of people who do like him a lot, but I'm in the, I'm big in the Chris Knowles camp, the Secret Sun camp, and they, they don't trust those guys, those remote viewers and stuff. They think they're, they're all about the MK Ultra stuff. They, they, they don't, whether they're, whether Ingo Swan and stuff is saying things that he genuinely believes, probably, but they're all like, they're all like, like Uri Geller and that whole, that whole clique seems to be like very very highly connected to these three other agencies in this mk ultra program so they might not know which way is up either and just could be feeding this the same narrative you know i hate always being in like the buzzkill about like the because i don't think space is fake and i don't i don't think these things are like i don't think it's fake but there's just a lot of weird clues there's something weirder going on than just like there's a rock i'm rambling but like one thing i always say is like when I look at the moon, like a full moon on, on a night, like I'm, I work overnight, so I have a lot of time to kind of, my lunch breaks and stuff. Like, I want to reach to it so, so, so bad. Like, and the idea that we don't have countless, like, crazy towers or crazy attempts by, like, other cultures to try to reach the moon makes me, makes me think that, like, obviously they wouldn't get, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be possible. They wouldn't get there. But you, wouldn't you imagine there's kind of, like, towers? Like, oh, that's, that's when the, uh, that's when the Navajo tried over here. Oh, that's when, that's when the uh, ancient, like, um, Chinese, they tried their attempt or whatever, a bunch of different cultures attempting to reach the moon, like climb up there. But maybe they knew it wasn't a rock. Maybe they knew it was closer to a doorway, you know? And if that's the case, then maybe this is one giant ritual where they're going to open the door and let these, let this moon goddess, let these watchers, let these Lovecraftian old ones, whatever, come back into our reality. Because again, Maxwell arrested on UFO day, arrested, in the same general area of the Betty and Barney Hill abduction and the Exeter incident, and first and foremost, um, arrested in Lovecraft Country. You know, wow, um, Lovecraft so. Country, and, and <laughs> the, the Mufon guy arrested on the same day, right? 
on the same day yeah where he was arrested for some kind of sexual misconduct and stuff so it is and that's just like just just with her there's like other like epstein and all that kind of stuff there's a lot of parallels so um yeah a lot of maybe juice i'm running i'm running out of time but uh again i'm very open to the idea that it, it is just more cut and dry yeah we're about to stumble like china is not driving with america they're about to blow the whistle but if that's the case if they're about to say that there's aliens then and they are i believe i believe they're in the same team at the very very top all the countries are kind of on the same team especially when it comes to space but let's say first for conversation's sake they're not if they are to like surprise it's like give some kind of surprise yeah we found something on the moon announcement and america is not cool with it then we got a war coming you know what i mean um but again i don't i don't believe that they're separate i think like at least with space they're all kind of in on, in on it together at least with whatever alien thing we're dealing with they might be in it together I'll let somebody else come. I'm uh, not time, but good stuff. Great good stuff, stuff. Mike. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're the best. Uh, everybody give the nice stalker a follow. He's got a YouTube channel. Thanks for calling my friend. Uh, check it out. Link in the description. He's got a, a brilliant dude. Clearly he's got a YouTube channel that uh, he hasn't worked on just yet. He's just got one trailer. Uh, do give him a follow, please. Let's inspire him to get some, do some, do some uh, extra stuff because uh, we all love to hear from the night stalker. That's Derek in Massachusetts. Fantastic call. All right. So we're talking about the moon tonight and not just the moon. We're talking about this weirdness of this, um, this dark side of the moon, right? Where uh, Derek brought in the ritual aspect of this maybe there's a and thank you to shout out to rivers out there for adding that uh, chang Yi is a chinese goddess uh, supposedly as the story goes uh, w- is what we're hearing is chang Yi stuck on the moon and u2 2 is actually a rabbit helper and i do know that uh, that tracks because i've played uh, a video game called smite if anybody knows it's based on all kinds of different gods from all the pantheons and uh, pantheons and it throws them into a uh, uh, a little battleground and you you fight each other from all the different gods right and chang e is actually in there and guess what she's got a little rabbit helper and yeah it all tracks it all tracks with what i know i don't know a lot about uh, chinese mythology but uh, i do know that because i played the video game so fantastic stuff thank you rivers and derek and we're still talking about the moon we're talking about this uh, mystery hut spot, spotted on the dark side of the moon what is this thing and what do we expect to find do we expect anything from the chinese space program is it like derek said like i've been maybe uh describing earlier in the night that uh, is this uh, when they blow the whistle when maybe china's like you know screw you guys we're just going to let everybody know we're going to drive up on this thing and it's going to be a doorway that goes down into the moon and um let's say there's a spiral staircase talk about rabbit holes holy smokes i don't know what do you expect to find that's the weirdness is uh what we're talking about if it's just a rock it's just a rock um that's fine but uh what if it's not and that's the conversation so if you want to be part of the show 702 957 I see there, Joseph, what you called in once already. So just FYI, hang tight. We'll get to you in the third hour. So if you want to hang up and call back then, I'll go to you. But I don't want to keep you waiting because you did call once already. But we do have time for you in the third hour. Let's go to uh, uh, Joe in Florida. We're talking about the moon tonight. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you, my man? Not too bad. How do I sound to everybody because you sound muted when I was listening to the show on the phone? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You uh, You sound well enough. You sound great. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I think it's the Nazi bell that somehow showed up there or the Kecksburg UFO. Okay. But in all seriousness. Oh, okay. you know, I, I, was, I was like, you know. I was like, wait, come on. You, you, you gotta, you gotta tell me why you can't just say, all right, go ahead. <laughs> You're pulling my leg. You're pulling my uh, leg. Okay. All right. Seen? Go ahead. Well, it, it, well, it's totally curious that this, that they're finding this now. Because a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned stargates and portals. 
And a couple of days earlier in the news, on Hollywood news, they had talked about doing an update of the Stargate TV show. And in the Stargate TV show, the premise was going to be, if they do the show, that the Stargate would be public knowledge, um, you know, to the world. So leading into this, the synchronicity I kind of see is, um, has anybody seen the trailer to the movie Moonfall that's coming out in 2022? Um, if you watch the trailer to that movie, it's, it's done by Roland Emmerich, which I think he's the one that did the original Stargate movie. Uh, that was in theaters, but anyway, they find something, from what I can see from the trailer and the preview, they find something on the dark side of the moon. It looks like the black oil that's like floating through space. And then you start to see all these title changes on the earth. It's, it's pretty much doom porn, but in the end of the trailer, you see the moon rising. And we've talked about this before. You kind of start to wonder back to the times of the Ark and Noah, but every other culture seems to have had a great flood. So if that thing up there that we look at at night really is a satellite that was placed here perfectly, if we were being watched in creation need to be reset, i.e. the dinosaurs or something. It would be pretty convenient if you could shift the orbit of that just a little bit and flood the planet and start from scratch. Yeah, it would be um, like the reset button, right? Like like if you if you move the moon just a smidge, uh, it will cause things like that. So maybe it is the great reset button. Yeah, that's, that's a great thought, man. So, you know, but the thing is, is it programmed? Because I know if I was living in that thing and I was looking down at the earth and maybe this is where we get stories of demons and angels. Like if my job was to sit up there and watch the rest of us idiots do what we do down here, they could get tired of it. Maybe I want to come down and visit or maybe I want to live with the people or maybe the whole thing is automated and there are signals being sent. We've talked about that a couple of weeks ago that we picked up signals repeated. And who knows if that thing gets turned on every so often and something changes on the moon. I like you it. Know, it's, um, I like it's, it. Who knows? You know, it, it's a guess as anything. You know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I love when Night Stalker called in because he gives like the ceremony of it, which I'm, I, which is new to me. All the, you know, the, what the Chinese believe and all the, um, you know, all the story and the legends and everything behind it, you know, and the ceremony again, but we pass through the ceremony, maybe into truth, into physical reality, into something that would happen. You know, there are far too many, I, 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 I'll leave it like this. I've seen more videos of the moon with things flying across it and things like that where I'm like, that's kind of hard to dispel. That on the video, you know, I looked at some videos. I'm like, it could be two rocks. You know, it could be a, you know, it could be a, 
Chinese restaurant or a Dollar General, like somebody says, who the heck knows. But um, at 262 feet, we all thought the same thing. You said it. I was looking up, what is 262 feet? Translate. You know, um, it's not even a half a mile. It's not even a home so, run, dude. It's not even a, that's a fly ball to the warning track. <laughs> it's not no, even a home run. So, 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 exactly. So what are they looking at first base? I mean, is it something small? Is it, because really think about it. I mean, if you were out in the outfield, how would first base look to you? Yeah. Or, or if like, you were laying on the ground. Or like a tall first baseman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, and I think that's the question, so, right? you know, so, I'm wondering, well, again, I'm wondering if the news is, well, no, no. Like, like in past things, I mean, all of us here, we're not that stupid, right? But the rest of the media, when they push this BS, you know, oh, hey, look what we found. That's for the general public. And maybe they're testing reactions again. You know, just like, oh, look at the gimbal UFO. Look at this UFO. You know, to us, it's old news. But to everybody else, maybe it's not old news. Or maybe they're just seeing how much they could pass underneath the radar not to upset the public. I like it. I like it. Great stuff yeah. as always, Joe. Uh, we so, got about a minute left. So, uh, so, so final thought here. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you for listening as always. Uh, yeah. You know, th- those are my thoughts. Uh, maybe I'll call in after midnight. I don't know, but, uh, good subject. I'm glad you're, uh, you're tackling it right away. Cause I was wondering. And, uh, anyway, have a good night. Keep looking up. <laughs> Yes, sir. You as well. You as well. Fantastic stuff. Appreciate the call. Uh, have a great night. Talk to you a little bit later. And that's uh, Joe in Florida. Uh, g- good stuff there. Like I said, hang tight, Joseph. We'll get to you at the top of the hour here. Uh, all right. So so I don't know. As we get to the end of this, there's a lot, right? Is there some sort of ritual thing happening here as uh, Night Stalker has described uh, in, like Rivers with Chang'e and the Rabbit U22? Or is, uh, is this just uh, some sort of publicity stunt by the Chinese space program? You tell me. And what do we expect to find? So as you know, right, with Troubled Minds, we're going to keep an eye on this. As always, we don't let this stuff go all right if if this continues uh we're, we're keeping watch we've time stamped this we did a show on it tonight all right and so we can go back months from now weeks from now whatever and look back and it's time stamped all right so that's part of why we do this as well because it sort of becomes a catalog of the news cycles that we talk about and we can go back and say just three weeks ago blah 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 we were doing it then right and there's proof there's proof because we talked about it it's all there all the things we said and talked about and considered I don't know. That's what this is. But what do you think? Uh, do we expect to find some weirdness here? Or do you think, again, propaganda? Uh, and I think that's the question here. What's actually happening on the far side of the moon? And uh, with Chang'e and the Chinese space program and everything else. Uh, as always, you guys know, I don't have the answers. I wish I did. I really wish I did. But I don't. Because, again, I, I don't have any sources. I don't have any inside, you know, Galactic Federation ambassadors. Uh, shout out to Ryan Gable on that one. That's uh, hilarious. He does that on the commercial. But, but I mean, the thing is this, right? It doesn't matter much. I think uh, based on, um, you know, just the distrust of government and the media and all the rest of the things, that's worthy of a conversation. And the reason why we're all in this weird state of unease is because the governments and the media and all the lies and all the BS they try and tell us. And that's why we do this. That's what Troubled Minds is all about. So we will keep an eye on this as it develops. If you're into it and you want to help the show, just spread the word. 
appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for spending your time and energy. That's the most important thing. And as we finish, we're done on the Fringe FM. If you're listening to us on Fringe, stay tuned for Joe Rook lighting the void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. We're going to get to Ingo Swan, remote viewing the moon, and more aliens and stuff. So you guys know the drill. Uh, as we finish, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. Damn, I'm good. Bang on to the second. The radio does its thing. The radio ID, it says, you're listening to the Fringe FM. And then it clicks over to 9 o'clock on the dot. And we disconnect from the radio. Uh, Thank you guys for uh, being amazing. And thanks for spending your time and energy, like I said. Thanks for all the amazing phone calls and all the amazing thoughts. I see you, Joseph. Hang tight. We'll get to you as soon as we come back. Uh, The thing is this. We're still talking about this. We're going to get to remote viewing. We're going to get to Ingo Swan. We're going to get to some of this other stuff. And, well, considering that there may be aliens on the moon. So what if they do find some weird artifact? uh, And what do you think? How would that go down, I guess? So keep thinking. Keep dreaming. Keep staring at the sky. Keep listening. More Troubled Minds on the way. Two-minute break. Two-minute break. More Troubled Minds coming up. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're talking about the moon tonight. We're talking about this Chang'e 4 and the U-22 rover as they're uh, exploring the dark side of the moon. And they found what appears to be a mystery cube, a mystery hut, they're calling this. And again, that, as always, we're think, taking all, all possibilities into consideration. Is this some sort of bullshit propaganda, or is it some other thing? Uh, is there some sort of alien artifact to be found? Is it just a boulder? Is it just who knows what? As described by maybe Rivers and Night Stalker there, that uh, maybe there's some ritual happening. And Chang'e is a Chinese goddess that's trying to get back, uh, trapped on the moon, trying to get back to Earth, and her little helper, the U-22 rover, uh, in the form of a rabbit, wink, wink, is going to, uh, well, open up the rabbit hole. Uh, you tell me. You tell me. I have no idea what's going on with this uh, other than uh, all the possibilities, and that's what we're doing. So uh, we're still taking your phone calls. What are your thoughts on this and all the rest of this stuff? But we're talk- you know, we always talk about uh, just as, as things develop, right? And we will watch this, but right now all we have is a little bit of speculation, a little bit of timing. Is this related to the Glenn Maxwell trial with the um, uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff? Which, again, I heard today, and I don't know if it's true, that they're, they're looking at ending that sucker for Friday. That would be two weeks. That's unreal. Like most regular trials go four to six weeks, like large scale trials like this, like super, uh, super uh, in depth. But if they're going to end this this week uh, and then maybe go nuts on the alien stuff, um, it tracks. It tracks. So we'll see. Uh, I'm always open to the, the ideas that you have this really weird shit with the media and the news cycles and them just using the aliens as a shiny object to kind of wash out, uh, you know, unflattering stuff from news cycles. But um, yeah, anyway, so we're still taking your phone calls as we consider this. We'll get to Ingo Swan remote viewing tonight. And uh, we're still considering what they're looking at on the far side of the moon. What is this thing? They're calling it a mystery hut. It's a cube, et cetera, so on. I see you there, Kelly. Hang tight. Joseph's been waiting for over 30 minutes. We're going to go to him, and then we'll go to you. Uh, taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Joseph, thanks for being patient, brother. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm just listening. All right, cool. All good. All good, man. Uh, so uh, so uh, any thoughts here? Any other thoughts that you want to add? So I was thinking the first, if they are already up there, the military, uh, they would want us to fill in the gaps. You know, they wouldn't want us to take uh, shortcuts. They would want our system to catch up. You know, they they don't want to lose their systems. You know, we got all these systems set up all over the place. So I just wonder which industry would be the first to go to space. And I think it would be the entertainment industry. Yeah, well, there. Uh, by the way, I think there, there's a big race right now to do exactly that. I think oh, is it Tom Cruise is going to be like film the first like scene in space or some shit like that coming up, or I think they're they're racing him. Somebody else is trying to. I think like China is trying to beat him to it or something like this. That's happening already. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're probably... I was imagining. I was imagining sports. Oh, okay, nice. Like, imagine if you had a stadium. I mean, they spend mass amounts of money on mega stadiums, and they got mega projects that are being built right now that are unreal, you know, that you can even see from space, you know? So what would stop them from putting a sport in space where you have new physics for new sports? Like, you could, I imagine, play, like, some crazy low gravity basketball or something i don't know <laughs> the, the three-pointer from uh 280 feet away 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then, uh, and I was thinking the ritual part of it too. I think the ritual definitely ties in to like innocence itself. Like you're talking children. They're, they're like, what did you, what, when you saw a rocket ship going off when you were a child, like that sparked something in you, you know? And I think that all ties into like the truth that the media shows you like Jeffrey Epstein, they're showing you how someone with power can manipulate innocence. Like, even though he's got all this power in the world, like look at what he is, you know, maybe it's just showing that the system that we have could potentially have problems. Yeah. <laughs> Big problems. <laughs> I think that's for sure. Uh, as a, speaking of which, do you think Epstein's dead? Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. He probably got killed. Okay. But did he kill himself? But who knows like what <laughs> did he kill himself is the question. Who knows? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say he killed himself. I, I don't think he would have the guts to do it in his prison cell unless he was like trained to do it. I don't know. You never know with them rich people. They're trained to do it quick. Yeah. And, uh, or have someone, you know, I'll pay someone, you know, if yeah. I was that rich, I'd pay someone like, Hey dude, I'll, I'll PayPal your whole family. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you, you know what happened like if I too? Was in there? Like I wouldn't care if I got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you're, you're already in jail for life, right? You're going, you're going to be put away forever. Why wouldn't you risk everything to get, get the hell out of there? Uh, there's a thing too, that just happened. It was uh, yeah. maybe a year or two ago uh, where they, they sprung a billionaire on the lamb. Uh, no, no, they, they, they captured him in Japan. Right. And uh, put him in jail and he paid off the guards and they rolled in like a something on a dolly that was like an empty box and they smuggled him away in the box and like nobody ever knew he was on a plane and gone before they realized he was even gone like this is the type of shit that like billionaires can pull off because you could pay everybody off to do it right i mean look at el chapo they got to build yeah. like a prison for this guy because he's just he's just gonna get helicopters fly over and pick him up you know <laughs> i mean it's it's crazy that the amount of things that this stuff these people with this kind of yeah, connections i mean i've been kind of getting into that mentality I, I'm starting my own business. So I kind of been getting into that mentality of, you know, like I got the money. So like you, you just paying people to do stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And it can get empowering and it can get, it can get to you. Yeah. It turn, it turn, no can turn you into a sociopath. Yeah. Turn you into a sociopath because, because you start to think of people, not in terms of people, you start to think of them in terms of commodities. Right. And so it's different. It becomes different. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. Totally. hundred percent. Thank you again. Uh, just so you know, so if you call back and uh, you want to call back on the show, just make sure it's the third hour. So we don't have your, you know, two calls for you in the first radio couple hours. So you're welcome to call All back. Right. Just, uh, just please make sure it's in the third hour. It's no sweat. Uh, what else you got for us, my man? Okay. No, that's it. Okay. Good stuff as always. The I appreciate space it. Sports really got me. I like it. I like it. The uh, really the, got me excited. The space league says Matt in the in the chat. <laughs> the space league coming coming to ESPN the Ocho. Jeez. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, you're the best. Thanks for the call, bro.
Yep. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. 702-957-1037. Looking to hear from you. Talking about uh, the far side of the moon. We're talking about this Chinese rover. We're talking about Ingo Swan remote viewing. We're talking about militarization of the moon. What do you want to talk about? Basically, uh, the reason we do this in, in this format, and uh, and I'm ready for all comers, is because uh, let's uh, consider what did I miss? And that's part of why we do this uh, together, because um, what did I miss? So uh, we, I, I see Daryl there in the caller queue, but let's first go to Kelly. Kelly and Colorado, whenever you're ready, my friend. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Ah, doing okay. Uh, you know, as you know, living the dream, sipping uh, maybe juice and talking about crazy shit. Uh, what do you know about the dark side of the moon, my man? Well, I don't know if anybody knows that it's not really dark on the on that side. They just call it dark side because we never see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking about that earlier. So it does get sunlight. It's just uh, it's the the far side of the moon is more accurate. Yeah, and the whole point, too, is uh, I heard someone commenting about uh, it rotates on its axis. I don't believe that one bit. Uh, I've, I've looked into it, and they were talking, you know, science tries to believe you, makes you believe that it rotates slowly, and it's like, um, the reason why it always shows that one side is because it rotates, it's like a timing thing, it rotates from the, you know, uh, at the same time as the planet Earth. But if that was the case, then other sides, other parts of the planet of the earth would only see certain parts of the moon. We always see the same side, the same, the same face, no matter where you are on the planet. So that thing does not rotate. Yes, it rotates around the planet, but it doesn't rotate on its own axis. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, that seems strange to me. That's it. It's, I, I, I'm kind of inclined to agree with you that it's mind boggling to consider it spins so perfectly that we only ever see one side of it. <laughs> that, that seems weird. Seems weird. Yeah. See, yeah, that'd be impossible because every everybody on the whole planet, I mean, it it it, 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 it don't. It just don't because it, it's the the size of it is how small it is compared to the Earth. And they're trying to say that it rotates. That's what I'm saying. Is so if so if that's the case, then. China only sees one side of the uh, of part of the moon, you know. I mean, all the time than than what we would see all you know of, of the moon all the time. But it's not. Everybody sees the same side all the time. Anyway, back to that case. But I would just wanted to uh, <clears throat> uh, the whole thing about too. Like I, I kind of have situations where to believe we didn't go to the moon specifically. Okay. And that's and the, only, the only reason why I say that is because of, uh, you know, some stuff. That You're cutting I, out, man. I've seen, You're cutting out. I've seen, uh, I was saying, mentioned a lot of footage, like, um, where they're saying, they you know, there's a vacuum, right, in space. And there's not supposed to be any noise. You're not supposed to hear noise. But when, you know, they have video of, like, you know, the, uh, the, uh, astronauts, you know, they're working. But then you can hear them pounding on something, and it's, you can hear the ping, 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 like still on still. If that was the case, it would just be a thud. But, you know, they, they got all kinds of stuff. But what what's really intriguing to me is that how NASA says that they've lost every, every piece of information, every reel, everything that they've ever had on all of the moon landings. They've lost all the technology on it. And I mean, and the moon rocks and the rocks they brought back, supposedly. It's all it's all gone. It's, it's all missing. <laughs> 
Well, you know, some of the rocks that we supposedly gave to some countries, right, to for like, I don't know, it was like some kind of hospital. You know, hospitality type thing. They were saying, "Here's a here's a moon rock." Well, they had it tested, and they're saying, "No, it's, it's fake. There's no. This is from Earth." It, you know, so it's kind of weird, man. I don't know, and I, I kind of want to believe, but I'll, let's say that we did go there, right? And then you have um, Buzz Aldrin. What What's interesting is that he always stuck to a story, you know, about like them went and going and stuff, right? But except for one time. When he was talking with the little girl, I don't know if you guys ever seen that, and she asked him a question, and he and he, his response was that we never even went. Yeah, I, I do remember that. He was uh, very old at that point, though. So uh, n- not to say right, but but also to say right, like you know, like the ghost that haunts the White House, it, that sort of thing. Like you know what I mean? Like you kind of there's a point where, uh, not to call him a liar, but maybe maybe the truth leaves you at some point. You know, I don't know. And, and he did say it. You were correct. He did say that. But I don't know. Again, like we don't know what kind of state of mind he was in. Who knows? Uh, but he did remember. He's all, isn't he also the guy that uh, punched the dude in the head when the guy said, you never went to the moon. You're a liar. And he like socked the guy. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think he did that as well. Yeah, he did that. He did that. Um, <laughs> uh, God bless, man. <laughs> Sometimes somebody needs to get rocked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, there's one thing that always intrigued me too though was the the interview with all three astronauts when they came back you know buzz aldrin and those guys that if you look at them their attitude speaks volumes you know what i'm saying because i don't know if you ever seen people talk about that too but that is the that is the most groundbreaking the most historical thing that a human could ever have ever done Right. There's no excitement from them. They're just sitting at that table like, you know, they lost a basketball game or they're like thinking about here we go, man. We're going to have to tell the biggest lie in the world or that they did go and that, you know, they, they was confronted by aliens and, you know, they can't tell nobody about it. They're just sitting pondering the thought that, you know, of what happened. Because if you look at their attitude, I mean, they're just the way their whole body I mean that's 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 speaking volumes. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you, it, it, and it could be right. I think I think there's a lot to it, especially considering like like uh, the last time we did a show like this about the moon, uh, Jennifer called in talking about the, uh, the the ritual aspect, and like like Night Stalker called in as well. Uh, you know, what they did communion, right? They did communion on the moon, uh, kind of like that they were reaching out, uh, you know, to God past the atmosphere right looks like they're they're a little bit closer to heaven sort of situation so it seems like there are some bizarre religious connotations to this and maybe maybe that is a thing too uh, who knows and, and weird the the chang yi uh, go, uh, moon goddess of china and then the little u2 rover that's going to uh, crawl over to this thing and maybe open up the portal to god knows what what do you think about that sort of the ritual aspect now, okay, now that we've, you know, we've talked about that before, but like the whole ritual aspect, to me, that's like, yeah, you know, that, because that's all through the ancients, you know, that they've been doing that for forever. And, and there was meanings behind that, you know, I could go on for a while on that, you know, through all that stuff. But um, what's interesting to me, too, also, I just wanted to talk about was uh, uh, that whole Changi thing, right, which is pretty crazy. But I would... I, <laughs> I was waiting to call in the third hour for that one too because you know what's funny? 
what's weird is that even uh, they even had the conversation about that on Apollo 11. Houston uh, was uh, was jokingly saying that that you know to watch out for the lovely girl or uh, yeah the lovely girl and the white rabbit. And the commander of the module pilot, Michael Collins, he replied back, "We'll do. We'll keep an eye out for the uh, for the bunny girl." And that was Apollo Eleven. What? That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's actually a pretty interesting. You know, I because everybody was like wondering what the hell they're talking about, but it, you know, it was it was about that Chinese story. Yeah, it was. You know, it was just a quick brief thing on it, but yeah, they you know kind of like jokingly brought that up, and that was back in Apollo Eleven. That's pretty wide, uh, wild. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, so, so I wonder then, right? So, is is there something to that? Uh, Jennifer also stated earlier in the chat there that they're now they're also sending people's ashes to Mars. Is that happening? Oh, geez, or to the moon? I'm sorry, to the moon, not to Mars, to the moon. I, I, I do that all the time. I I, I think moon and I say Mars, <laughs> but yeah, to the moon. I, I don't know, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. What so? Yeah, uh, watch out for the 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 what the 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 beautiful woman in the white rabbit rabbit hole uh, style. Okay, uh, there was another one I kind of want to talk about with the moon is kind of you know how some people believe I believe it's artificial. I believe that it was um or it you know, I don't know, man, it has to be artificial. I mean, it's got like a force field around it because I mean, I I have pictures. They were, you know, they're like close-ups, but you know, of the new Chinese ones that they took through, well, they were, you know, slowly descending. You know, but uh, what's crazy is like, it's the truth is that like all the craters that all the craters that were an impact from like uh, whatever the impact it right it could be anything, but I, let's say asteroids. But everything is the same depth. It doesn't go like it doesn't matter how big it is. It's all when it hits the when it hits the moon, it's, I mean the, the crater depth is only it only goes down to a certain point. It doesn't go any further, which is interesting. Um, that, that's another thing that could say that it's artificial. I mean, like we were just talking about uh, how it's perfectly there for the total eclipse. You know, the distance from the Earth. Yeah, it's um, got, exactly. There, think about that. There's a lot of things that are super bizarre about the moon. It has to be at the perfect distance to have to actually cover the sun and have it be a perfect eclipse, right? And it, it is. It's at that exact distance. And like you were saying, if it's tidally locked or if it's spinning, how the hell does it spin? And we always see the same side. That makes no damn sense to me. There's a whole lot of like really odd mathematical synchronicity that the moon has to be just exactly where it is for shit to be the way we see it. And that's, that's wild, man. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, some, uh, another thing too, is that, uh, there's actually ancient stories. Um, I think there's from the aboriginals, or Africa, or and Africa, but there's uh, there's throughout the throughout the planet there's these ancient stories, and people say that the moon was brought here. There was times when it was just dark, when it's you know at night it was just dark. There was no moon, and that they were saying that the moon was brought here, and when it did come, you know it created a lot of chaos. So that's where you get a lot of you know they said flooding and earthquakes and whatnot. But they you know they use different terms. And I kind of wonder if that was the case, if that story, that type of story, that's where you would probably get stories of like the deluge, you know, and biblical times and stuff like that, because it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the one was, um, the one, one of the stories was that one guy was, a 
the uh, African um, uh, Movan Porvai. Uh, can't remember his name right now, but he in his story he says that uh, in their ancient uh, talks about it, they talked that they it was two reptilian brothers that brought the moon here, you know, so we could have it in the sky, you know, create tidal waves and all that other stuff. But um, that's one story. But then again, like I said, I think it was the Aboriginals. They said that you know it was brought here, and when it did, it was like a chaos. So I mean. I don't know, man. I, it, you know, to go back to the old stories too with the Sumerians, they they said that uh, there was actually Tiamat's moon, and then when all that happened, you know, the destruction is kind of you know split it in half. The head of the is what this planet is now, but yeah, they brought the moon. Even in that story, they said that they had to bring that moon closer to Earth so it could you know they they actually aligned it perfectly as well. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot of that stuff too. And then, uh, like like Joe was saying, uh, with the floods and all the rest of that, if you just tweak the moon, you know, one side to the other, you're going to cause a worldwide flood, right? Like it's, I mean, it's going to be like the day after tomorrow type shit with like the, you know, not quite the the ocean crashing over the Himalayas, but it's it's going to be some um, kind of paradigm changing shit down here. So I mean, uh, there's a, there's a lot to that, you know. And if you're I don't know. I, I don't have the answers clearly. I don't know what to believe because you just see so much of this that's probably a bunch of bullshit. But, uh, you know, it doesn't mean all of it is. And th- and that's where the conversation lies. That's why we do this. So, yeah, great shit as always, my man. Now, what else you got for us? Um, That was about it. But, you know, one, one thing was like, if, you know, we we're talking about if we, okay, let's say we did go to the moon, right? And then the aliens told us, you know, a, a group of aliens told us not to come back. That's pretty interesting why we never went back. Right? And why did Von Braun, you know, he's, you know, because he was part of the whole NASA thing. Why did he just want to, you know, go in a different direction then, right? Why is it that we never uh, gone back to that to that destination? You know, that's, that's what's interesting to me instead of we want to go ahead and skip to go to Mars. You know, that you want to probably start, I would say, closer to the, you know, closer to the planet and then, you know, do like, you know, uh, planet or moon hopping, you know, further out. But just to just overlook it, it's pretty interesting that we just, you know, stopped doing that in the first place. Oh, one more thing, dude. I don't know how I've seen, I don't know if you, there's a lot of people have probably seen this story too, where in one of the Apollo's missions that they found a, I don't know if it was a crash UFO or like if it was in a building. They found that yeah, it was a girl that they found frozen on the moon, and they call her the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa, yeah, we talked about that a long time ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, even. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know what's interesting is that uh, that whole Chinese that kind of ties in with that whole Chinese story, you know, with the rabbit. Does that, it? How? It's kind of weird. I don't to me. It's just kind of weird. It's like you know that they. I don't know how uh, true that story is uh, that they found that girl, but why is she asleep on the you know found her you know asleep or is she dead or asleep? You know what I mean? Uh like maybe that's Chang Yi, and they're trying to wake yeah. her up to bring her back. I see. I see. That's wild. That's pretty wild. <laughs> well, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you're the best. What else? What else, my man? What else you got? Yeah. That's- 
Thank you so much. Kelly, you're the best. Uh, been with us for a very long time. Appreciate it. Uh, brother from another mother. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for spending your time with us. Tell, uh, tell Michelle we said hi, okay? Thanks, Thanks, brother. Have a great night. All right, we're taking phone calls. We're still doing this. That's Kelly in Colorado. He's been uh, listening to to the show and contributing for a very long time, literally years at this point. Uh, He was uh, the first caller I can remember, and he's been calling in ever since um, on at least a weekly basis and sometimes every show. So thank you, Kelly, for uh, being part of this. It's uh, very, very good stuff. Uh, So so what we're talking about again tonight is this uh, this weird uh, this weirdness, right? We got this stuff, weird stuff going on on the dark side of the moon here, and it's it's known as uh, the mystery hut they're calling it the, the mystery hut and so is there some some sort of correlation to this um chinese mythology with changi the moon goddess that uh, seems to be stuck on the moon and needs to get back to earth somehow and her little helper u22 which would be the rabbit or the rover uh and by the way the changi four mission by the way changi itself is the name of that goddess chang e4 was the spacecraft that went and dropped the u22 rover actually onto the moon so bizarrely enough if this is some sort of ritual to bring the goddess chang e back uh, to the earth then uh well there's uh some odd synchronicities here is this is, is this an accident or is this no accident at all uh you tell me well still still taking your calls as we consider this we'll get to ingo swan tonight uh but like i said i'd rather hear from you guys if you have uh, thoughts on this what do you think is on the dark side of the moon do you think this is a, a mystery hut as they're calling it or is it just a rock you know or some kind of chinese propaganda bullshit i'm okay with all of that because if you don't consider all the things i think you miss some things well that's why we do it in the format we do it and that's why it's more important to hear from you guys than it is to hear from any expert out there. So uh, you guys are the experts as far as I'm concerned. So there we go. Uh, what's up? All right. Uh, see you guys in the chat. All right. So we're still taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Let's go to our good friend, Daryl in New York. Daryl, welcome to the show. How are you? Test one, two. Are you there? Daryl, are you there? The light is green, but I don't know if you're talking. Test one, two. Daryl, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello? Hello, hello. What's up? Hi, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Loud. Welcome, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, good, good. Very good show. Um, interesting topic. Um, I was thinking, you know, remember when um, they first came back from the moon? And also, I was thinking the correlation between Antarctica and the moon. And the reaction that the astronauts had, they weren't, like, gleeful. They weren't cheerful. Like, they were very somber. And, you know, if um, uh, Neil Armstrong saw what he said he saw, I don't know how well-prepared you think the astronauts were for, let's say, encountering life on the moon or aliens or, uh, you know, spaceships or some kind of base. They might have seen some crafts. You know, that was, you know, how prepared were they to actually witness that? And I think about the, the scientists that were in Antarctica that were rescued. I don't know if you heard this story about um, this, um, this pilot that worked in Antarctica, and he was supposed to fly missions. You know, it was his job. He worked for the Army, and uh, he was told to pick up these scientists, you know, but don't question them. And apparently they had, like, been missing for a couple of weeks, you know, they were in the base camp, and they were missing, but then they were suddenly reappeared, and when they picked them up, they were beyond somber, I mean, they, they could barely speak, they were absolutely shell-shocked, they were, like, traumatized, do you, do you know this story? 
Uh, I do not, unless it's Admiral Byrd. Are you talking about Admiral Byrd? What? No, I'm not sure if it was Admiral Byrd. Um, anyway, we never heard from those scientists again. I don't know if they disappeared after their mission or what. This one guy who was the whistleblower discussed it, I think, would probably be Linda Moulton Howe or somebody like that. I, I heard him on the radio. And it was a very compelling story, you know, how he described their their behavior and what did they see. And he had also flown, it's, it was very close to the airspace that they're not supposed to fly over. There's a certain part of Antarctica that's a no-fly zone. And remember, like, at the uh, during the election, right before the election, like, Joe Biden and, like, uh, I, I don't remember which astronaut, like, all these VIP people were flown to Antarctica for some reason. I don't know if you remember that during um, uh, when Trump got elected. Suddenly, you know, the most important day of the year and all these people were flown to Antarctica for some reason to see something or do something there. That was very mysterious. You remember that story? I don't recall that at all. No, no. Are we, have, we, have we diverged well, timelines? What's going on here, Daryl? Help me. No, they're, 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 <laughs> I have to look. I'll look it up. I'll look it up, and I'll I'll, I'll give you some proof about it. Soon. That's okay. That's okay. You you saying it's good enough for me? I, I'm just I'm just saying that this is one I missed. This is one I missed, and I talk yeah. about this stuff every damn night. It's crazy. You'll remember this. You'll remember this once I show it to you. Yeah, it was like this weird thing. Like all these people like left town. I think it was either Neil Armstrong or it was Buzz Aldrich. I can't remember which astronaut, but they were um, all flown to Antarctica during the election. Some reason and nobody knows why but um gotcha you know I'm thinking if we saw it you know it's one thing to remote view a, a naval base on the moon we want another one to really witness it and i don't know how many of us would really handle seeing something like that in the flesh live very well you know i, I think i would you know lose my whatever you know i would very, be very um scared if i had to see that in person and you know their reaction was very um you know, based on their reaction and, and the astronauts, however well prepared they were, I don't think they were prepared to see that. The way they behaved, you know, they had a ticker tape raid and they just weren't that gleeful, as you would assume they'd be after accomplishing such an, a milestone, you know, based on what they saw. So I think there's very possible that, that there is something up there. And then, um, oh, I was going to just, um, I lost my train of thought, but I was going to... Um, Oh, David, David Adair also believes that the um, moon does not rotate. And if David Adair says so, and uh, your last caller, Joe, says so, um, I believe that too, you know? That's why we only see one side of the moon. It doesn't rotate. Also, apparently the moon is supposedly maybe some sort of interdimensional portal, and there are occupants, and there were occupants on the Phobos moon, that's the moon of mars and apparently reptilians just liberated it recently so um you know apparently there's so like humans there i don't know if they liberated it where they liberated to the the um you know supposedly the reptilians had something to do with our moon and then had something to do with the phobos moon so i don't know why they um liberated that moon liberated the people or liberated the moon it's released from uh, Mars. I'm not sure what they have to do with that. But um, anyway, I think that was about it. 
Okay, good stuff. Can you do me a favor, Daryl? Uh, when you find that yeah. link, just drop it in the Discord. I'd love to see the stuff you're talking about there because it does not ring yeah, a bell maybe. to me. Uh, maybe maybe my head is the moon and the, the bell's not ringing this time. <laughs> but I have to it does, find it. But it doesn't ring a yeah, bell. <laughs> uh, please drop in the Discord. You're the best. You're the best. Daryl, I'm telling you, uh, Daryl was in the hospital just a few weeks ago and not sounding herself. And Daryl, I, I will reiterate, you sound fantastic. You sound very much like yourself. I hope you're doing well. You feeling better? Um, getting there. It's, it's it's a process, but thank you so much. Uh, it's good to be recuperating. <laughs> nice. You definitely um, sound like yourself again. So you, you for a minute there, you sound a little a, a little like you were limping, uh, but you don't sound like that anymore. So glad to have you back. Thank you so much for the phone call. Thanks. It's good to be back. Can you leave me here for a second? Yeah, or- you're you're welcome to stay there. Just go ahead and mute up. You can stay there the rest of the time. You're, you're definitely. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. So uh, we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, we're talking about, again, like are these secret space programs, are there rituals, what's going on with the Chang'e and the, the U-2-2? Uh, is there some, some sort of something hap- happening here? Is there, as on Stranger Dimensions, strange tales of a secret moon base? We haven't even got to Ingo Swan yet, where he remote viewed uh, actual uh, civilization on the moon that uh, sort, of, uh, sort of lives underground, whether it's going to be aliens or people or both, uh, all kinds of pretty crazy stuff here but um who do you believe i guess that's the question right who exactly do you believe uh if you consider that uh there's there's um well, there's things we don't know. I think that's for sure. And so uh, by them being not very transparent with us in regards to uh, all the things in space, because, well, that, that's what happens, right? Uh, then we get uh, we get the fractured stories. We get broken narratives. We get uh, plot holes, right? And as a result of all of that, uh, it makes us wonder. Like, it, the, we're to, what we're told is what we're told, but uh, kind of going out and staring and using your own eyeballs on your own brain some things don't seem to make sense and so that's what we're talking about we're talking about the moon tonight talking about secret tales of the moon base talking about ingo swan remote viewing talking about maybe aliens over there what do you think is on the dark side of the moon do you think it's um some other alien artifact that this rover is about to find and it's a portal to who knows where uh, changi is going to come out of there and fly to earth and this is our great reset or are we just way off the rails because that's okay it's maybe juice night because it's monday through thursday and uh we're doing our thing talking about this so Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing tonight? Go right ahead. Hey. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about it, though? I had some thoughts about it. Sure. So the cube, you know, it's a cube on the moon. And if you look, it makes me think immediately of, like, Mecca and... Um, the little Jewish hat cube and the references to the cube all the time, you know, in pop culture and stuff. And skipping away from that real quick, you know, uh, the ancient Sumerians and the Akkadians, they worshipped the moon and they thought that the moon was the father and they called it Sin or Nana. And supposedly, this is kind of weird about the other story that uh, Rivers was mentioning in Night Stalker, we're talking about that the sun, which was, I think, the moon was the father of the sun in their belief system. And it, his name was Utu, which is kind of weird, like with the Utu reference about the rabbit. But, okay, so those, their uh, ziggurats in Ur are, their latitude and longitude are kind of, there's some kind of relation to 
Gobekli, Gobekli Tepe. I can't, I'm not sure I pronounced the first part. And that's supposed to be dedicated to Sirius, um, the dog star. So people call that too. It goes into the, some of the black sun mythos. People claim. And then if you think about like the ancient astronaut thing, and if these temples, if they were maybe like launch pads or something or landing pads, people have mentioned that with the ancient alien bit. And because of their fixation on the moon in this ancient culture, these first civilizations, what if that is like a symbol of the cube? Like what if that is the cube or, you know, a remnant of it? People talk about too, that there was a theory running that the moon was a part of the earth at one point and that it actually came off of the earth and it was a part of, that's how it got there. And that's not a mythos. That's a scientific, you know, theory they, they run with sometimes. What if that's a, I don't know what, or either it was, I mean, it's a quarter of the size of the earth. The moon is, they say, if we're running on the idea of this, that it's a solid thing and all of that, I wonder, you know, if everything was completely destroyed except for a few things. And if the people had gone underground, it would be reasonable that could they somehow survive that? I have no idea and still be inside. Or did they travel there? Were they able to do that? When you think about the, talk about the Anunnaki and everything, people think it might have been like the first of mankind. There's some theories about that. And think about the Neanderthal. And there are theories now in archaeological circles that the Neanderthals may have been living for, um, you know, hundreds of years, a couple hundred years, that kind of thing, and may have had very large brains and been sailing and all kinds of things. What if these were the, what if the ancient Sumerians and Akkadians weren't us, but were these Neanderthal, these Anunnaki people, technically? And what if they had somehow managed to be traversing back and forth? And what if this thing about the cube, what if they knew about that cube up there and replicated it down here? Because the story about that cube has to do with us, like a stone falling to earth and becoming worshipped. That comes up in a lot of different mythos, too. And it happened in the cornerstone as well. That's and that true. kind of goes into the weird stuff about the, the you know, the, Arab, the what was his name? I don't know. But um, anyway, though, I just wondered about that. Like the cube, what if it's symbolic of the cube and the moon? And it was very important to them back then. It's still important today. And everything we have is built off that idea. And the whole thing about the, the moon, too, maybe being an intersection of uh, death. You talk about gravity and the grave and everything. In those mythos, they believed that when you died, you would go to the moon. A lot of them thought that. And that the moon was also the giver of all life. And so I have, I, I, you know, I don't know, but if it's, maybe it's, maybe it's a temple of some kind. Wouldn't that be wild? If it's there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> they're, they're like, knock, knock, well, knock. And somebody opens yeah. the door. <laughs> Can I help what if you? It's a, if, if it's a temple, because I mean, who knows? But some people have theorized that if you look at some of those old ziggurats, like um, the temple of Ur, of the Akkadians, the way it was constructed, it looks like a huge platform. It really does. And the Tower of Babel, too. People have speculated that maybe that was, well, I think it's been speculated, that it could have been like a launching mechanism. It looks very similar to our, our launch pads. We're doing it now. 
why didn't they, maybe they did it then with different technologies. If we do it, if that's what's happening, going on that theory anyway, that we are able to go up there and do that. But, because you have to go ahead and take that mindset to address this at all, you know. But um, what if those are temples weren't temples at all? Like, maybe they look at our launch pads and think that these are temples we have here, you know, in our timeline. So, I don't know. Maybe if there is a square cube object on the moon, someone put it there, obviously, you know. Because it doesn't happen in nature. Q doesn't happen in nature. And what if it's somehow a temple to this, in a replica almost, or a similarity, or they're aware of it from ancient history? And that's why you have Mecca and all of that talk, you know? Because those are descended also from the moon worshippers in a way. Like Mount Sinai would technically be worshipping the moon, you know, and Moses had the horns, the crescent, and, you know, he went up on Mount Sinai to do all that and came down and shown with horns. So it makes you kind of wonder if they weren't just very fixated on this and had, and some people even theorize that people may have come from the moon, that humanity may have come from the moon. It was the first earth and they have stories about that and old, like old belief systems. I'm not going to call it folklore because it was religious beliefs. You know, they thought it was the first home, which it doesn't hurt because if the moon did come from the earth and was hit by a planet or something, and it divided itself, then technically they would still know if people had survived it by going underground or in these caves, that that was once part of them and there may be somebody still on it or in it or maybe still hoping for their ancestors to be alive on that chunk of the moon or something. I don't know, but it's really weird. If there's a cube there, if there's a, if there's a freaking cube on the moon, somebody put it there. <laughs> you know? yeah, and we it- have it down here too. Yeah, right, exactly. And, and uh, great insight as always. Uh, Lily says, uh, always brilliant insight she has from her research. Uh, you are, you are very much appreciated, Jennifer. Uh, so, so let me ask you this then. Uh, if, if this is the case here and there is some sort of structure on the moon, uh, how likely do you think it is that, uh, that l- let's, let's say, let's just throw, let's just take a shot of the maybe juice and say, all right, this is going to be something bizarre. Do you think, they're going to let us know about this or do you think it's going to kind of go dark and they're going to hope we forget? I think they communicate with each other through this type of symbology. And so I, I think if we pick up on it, you know, we don't really know what we're looking at, but they may be communicating with each other, something about it or trying to reveal something for some reason. But I don't think that they want to tell us any of that because they'd have to, I mean, because obviously they haven't, but we, we see all this, you know, this information around us. That's where we're getting it from. That's where I'm getting it from. That's where we all get it from. It's because we're seeing it in the information around us. So we are getting the message, but I don't know if they're being, they're not being transparent about it. They kind of just leave you to kind of do what we're doing and not, not really know. Cause there's no final answer. There's no final answer, but we can speculate though that if they do see a cube and that's not a, and we say that, yes, that's a picture that they took and that's a, there's a cube on the moon. Then we, we kind of just have to draw a conclusion that a, a type of ancestor of hominids put it there or we put it there or something, you know, someone put it there and we've been in contact with them because we put them down here too, you know? And so there has to be some kind of connection there going on with that. Now, I don't like the idea either. I, don't, I didn't believe the moon landing thing. I don't like that idea either because it seems weird how they did it and all of the discrepancies. There are tons of them. But, you know, with this, 
we have to see that it's, it's possible they were doing this. And if we're doing it, there's no reason to believe that an ancient hominid that may have lived longer, maybe hundreds of years, according to their bones, it's possible they were actually living 200, 300 years old. These uh, Neanderthal bones and the Cro-Magnum, there are stories about them. And their brains may have been bigger with an average IQ of like 140 or something with a box hop, box stop, some kind of hominid they found in Africa. And according to their cranial mass, their brain was 30% larger. So their average person had an IQ like Einstein. I mean, Einstein didn't take the test, but they think that he would have had like 140 IQ. Well, the average of these box hop hominids or however you say, B-O-K, whatever it is, S-T-O-P. They had like a 30% larger cranial capacity. And there had been a lot of speculation about that. And it's been really, you know, um, divisive. But then you have the Neanderthal. And what if they were not only smarter, nobody likes that idea. Nobody wants to think that there was like a hominid that was smarter. But what if they were very smart and lived long lives and had somehow managed to be doing this. And it's where we get it from. It's where we get the idea from even and everything else we know. And if they went up there and have a temple there, if it, or if it was a remnant of an old temple that somehow survived the collision of being divided or something, everything's on the table. Cause it's a, cause no one knows. So we're just speculating, but um, that's, that's what I like to think about it. You know, Pretty good stuff. As as usual, as usual, Jennifer. Uh, real quick before you go, uh, you mentioned in the chat a little while ago. So we were talking about the ritual aspect with uh, Night Stalker Rivers and that whole thing with Changi and the U two two rover. Um, what about you said they were sending um, ashes, people's ashes to to the moon? They're sending. They're, yeah, they started doing that several years back. You could pay like ten thousand dollars. Smithsonian Magazine still had an article i went and checked that out and they're and they're doing it more common i think they're going to start doing it like next year look up sending your ashes or cremations to the moon right now they'll put it up in lunar orbit or earth orbit you have to pay like a certain amount and they'll do it but um just cremations so no people going up but yeah they're sending ashes up there to be to rest on the moon or to yeah Super wild. More, so more Google stuff. Google us. Send your ashes to the moon. <laughs> I got it right now. Uh, and they are doing it. Yep. Yep. Here it is. Uh, Memorial Space Flight. This from space.com. Cremated remains flying to the moon on private lander in 2021. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, what else you got? Uh, this could go on forever. <laughs> like, You're like, how much time you got? You know, you can just go... No, no, I'm just saying, like, we could just, you know, any, we could all just sit here and probably talk about this forever because it's really weird. But if there's a cube up there, it didn't just, you know, accidentally get there. If suddenly somehow, you know, an asteroid hit and shaped into a cube, something made it a cube. And we're replicating cubes down here, too, all the time. And there's a lot of symbology in that. And it's really strange. And if it's an ancient thing, then that would be the source of it. And I mean, are part of the source and i mean what if it's the cube <laughs> you know like the thing that they're all like the wailing wall and gravity and the grave and the soul thing and i don't know and sin and anana and, and utu they you know like they were mentioning the rabbit you know that's uh that goes back in like the sumerians have that too the utu and 
I don't know. It's really strange, but okay. I might get off here. Great stuff. <laughs> Everybody, uh, if you appreciate Jennifer, she's got a YouTube channel. Link in the description. Follow Jennifer. Uh, drop a knowledge on the daily. Thank you for the phone call. Thanks for listening. You're the best. Thank you so much, Mike. Have, Have a great night. night. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. All right. Talking about all kinds of wackiness. Here you go. This is from space.com. Uh, I'll drop this in the chat if you guys want to check it out. Great call from Jennifer. Great calls on this show from everybody, as always. Uh, this is, this is again, right? This is what happens when you just get a bunch of people together and you're, you're considering and talking about uh, all the things, right? And sort of an open-ended uh, thought process. Uh, uh, what, what does all this mean? Uh, right? Is, is there extra meaning to the rest of these things? And again, back to the, you know, uh, so, so as Jennifer was describing, uh, the cube, right? It, is this, uh, coincidence, right? Is this a thing? If it's a thing, then, well, what about the rest of this? What about, uh, like, uh, what, what did Einstein say? She, she brought up Einstein and, and his IQ level, 140 or so, right? And, uh, just estimating because, well, we can't know because he didn't take any IQ tests. But, right, everybody says Einsteinian level intelligence, so clearly the dude was smart as hell. Well, you know what Einstein did say? He said, and this is a quote, by the way, I'll botch it, but he said something to this effect. Coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. And that's pretty wild. And now we have some coincidence. We have some pretty interesting something going on on the dark side of the moon. Is this a cube? Is this again? Uh, we don't know. It's kind of a blurry image at this point. It does seem to be that uh, there's, there's uh, something out there, but what is it? That's the question. That's the question. So I don't know. I don't know. As always, right? This is not the answer show. This is a question show. We get together and consider all the things, all the possibilities. And again, don't forget, don't, please don't forget. Like we all consider, like, even though we're like out there, we're just trying to like put the pieces together of like the greater universe into like, you know, one package here. Uh, don't forget. We also all consider, and we should consider that this is all just a bunch of propaganda BS. Because it, it may be, it may be just a, a publicity stunt by the Chinese uh, to, to highlight their space program. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. This, this is what I'm saying. You never really know. And that's what's going on here. So as we consider this stuff and can talk about all this, well, it doesn't really matter what I think. It matters what you think. All right. So anyway, let's, uh, let's go to Ingo Swan real quick and we'll wrap this up. We got uh, this. Now, I keep talking about this because this is the wild part, all right? And uh, Derek had a good point. The Anglo Swan and the remote viewing was actually uh, sort of baked in with the CIA, right? That whole uh, Project Stargate and the rest of that stuff. Ingo Swan, Joe McMonagall, remote viewing, that whole thing, right? But uh, this, is, this is wild. Uh, this, this is an a article written on Medium uh, by the uh, Remote Viewing Community Magazine, and this is wild, right? So um, here we go. This is Ingo Swan. He had a... Uh, he, during this uh, expedition, Ingo concludes that he is likely on the dark side of the moon, right? And his, he wrote a book called Penetration. Like I said, hold your jokes. And what he, what he was talking about here is that... Uh, he met with this uh, mysterious individual by the name of Axelrod, right? A-X-E-L. What's up, Axel Steele? If you're out there, everybody has their own personal spook. Axel is my spook. And uh, so there we go. Ingo Swan had a dude named Axel, right, that he called Axel that uh, was supposed to meet with him. He gave him a call mysteriously after four months. He was tipped off. You're going to get contacted by somebody from the intelligence community, blah, blah, blah. Ingo Swan is a uh, famous remote viewer, okay? Story goes a little something like this, right? They, they meet up, and uh, this guy Axel starts giving Ingo Swan uh, these uh, particular coordinates to remote view. 
Turns out that uh, a lot of the stuff that's going on with this is he was not giving him coordinates on Earth. He was giving him coordinates on the moon. And so Ingo Swan was actually like looking at remote viewing the dark side of the moon itself. And uh, yeah, pretty crazy stuff here. So here we go. Uh, In their next session, Axel gave Ingo more coordinates of the moon, at which point Ingo reported more towers and various machines giving off lights of various colors in the midst of of unusual buildings. Some of these buildings in Ingo's mind had clearly been designed by some sort of being and for some sort of being rather than being the product of some kind of cosmic accident. At this point, he described what he interpreted as some sort of entity, males who are either human or at least humanoid, naked and performing some kind of task on the moon. Uh, They appeared to be surrounded by a dark green mist and digging into a hillside or cliff. And again, this is, uh, again, uh, if we're talking about, like, I can think of three remote viewers that I know the names of, right? One Zingo Swan, Joe McMonagle's another, and those two worked for the CIA back with Project Stargate. All right, look that up. That's all legitimate. Third one I can think of is Courtney Brown that's still alive and does the Farsight Project, farsight.org. So check that out. Those are the only three actual legitimate remote viewers' names that I know, and they're probably the most famous ones, right? Uh, But yeah, crazy stuff. So he's saying he's remote viewing this guy. Now, this is the craziest part, right? This dude, Axel, gave him coordinates on the moon that supposedly indicate that the CIA or somebody in the government knew where the aliens were on the moon itself. All right. And so as a result of that, they gave him the exact coordinates to put him on uh, to go check this out. So anyway, read this article if you guys are into this. It's pretty cool stuff. It goes on, right? Uh, So Ingo began to wonder aloud how these beings had the capacity to be aware of the fact that they were being viewed psychically because they noticed he was there. He was remote viewing these entities, which are humanoid of some sort, on the moon, and they stopped and noticed him. Even though he wasn't there physically, he was only there traveling through his mind, right? Through that Stargate project type stuff. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. So so you tell me. I think a little bit weird stuff. Uh, Night Stalker says mists and glowing towers. It smells like ethereal to me, right? Yeah, maybe they were maybe they were digging the hole for this cube portal or something or other, right? Who, who the hell knows, right? Anyway, this, this goes on and on. This is a pretty long article, and it's a fascinating story. But uh, it does relate to exactly what we're talking about because one of the most notable remote viewers ever was actually part of the... Uh, the uh, um, um, uh, uh, the, the, this, uh, this, uh, this Stargate project, right? And actually worked with the CIA because they wanted to find out what was actually on the dark side of the moon. But they gave him specific coordinates. And uh, the, the, the article goes on. So this is, again, from a book by Ingo Swan called Penetration. And you can read that yourself. Uh, all the links are in the description below. All the good stuff is there. But uh, regarding all of that, uh, right, who do you trust? Like, the, it's, it's, a, it's a personal thing. And there we go. And uh, let's see. Let's see. All right. Let's see. What do we got? All right. All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right. There we go. All right. Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, As we finish up. So as you know, it doesn't matter what I think. I'm not, again, I'm just, I'm literally some dude. Like literally, I promise you, 
I have no no contacts, no no inside sources, no Galactic Federation ambassadors, right? None of that shit. I'm just one dude. It doesn't matter what I think. In the end, it matters what you think. And is there any truth to a lot of these mythologies? Is there a lot of truth to, or any truth to, to uh, maybe something happening on the, on the dark side of the moon, whether that's going to be alien bases, whether it's going to be secret bases by us, whether that's going to be anything else at all, or is it just a bunch of horse shit? And that's okay, right? It just depends on what you think and uh, how we do this. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, drinking the maybe juice is what we do on this show. And we revisit these things from time to time. And as you know, what we'll do is uh, as this develops, as they, um, again, think about it. This rover on the moon, the Von Karman crater on the dark side of the moon, the Chinese U-22 rover has to drive 278 feet or something, right? Not even a home run. If you hit, if you hit a ball that far, it gets caught in the outfield. It's not even that far. But it's going to take it two to three months to get there to check check this thing out, right? So so explain to me that. It seems weird. Even if you have to navigate and it's all remote control and all this other crap, come on now, right? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's some fishy stuff going on here, but but I don't know. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on this as it develops and we'll, uh, we'll do our thing and, con- and consider all the things because why the hell not? And uh, there you go. There you go. As we finish this up, let's see. Uh, usually we do a J-Tro, but I think Jay might be uh, indisposed uh, currently because... He, uh, he, he, used, he has got uh, some kids and he has to usually put them to bed and whatnot. So, so no sweat. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it the, the old school way. Uh, but the thing is this, right? If you guys are into this type of conversation, you know what to do. Just spread the word. Spread the word. Tell everybody, hey, come, come hang out. Come listen. Come, come just consider. You never know, right? Do you believe that ritual magic is a thing? Do you believe that uh, uh, some of these moon moon type things are actually ritual instead of uh, r- r- what it seems to be exploration? Is it is the t- the two things do they intertwine? Are they combined? Um, a lot a lot of crazy stuff here to consider because we don't have the answers, and of course they don't give us all the information, and that to me is what builds and makes and contributes to a troubled mind because uh, they don't tell us the inf- they don't tell us what we need to know right the transparency is, is tiny it's minuscule it's uh, and what they give us is distorted and politicized and spun and it, it, that itself is bullshit so if they think we don't notice that and I say they meaning the government uh, right the the individuals uh, in power I not not the not the rank and file people I just mean the people in power the sociopaths the psychopaths them, the, the technocrats, of course, the billionaires of the world, the unelected assholes that are just running things, those are the people I'm talking about, okay? Just so you're clear, it's not like that. I'm not trying to make it like that. When I talk about China, I'm talking about the CCP, not the Chinese people, right? Anyway, just to be clear, whatever. Get Let's get the hell out of here. So, we're done. There you go. Uh, let's finish. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, good, good stuff in the chat, as always. Got a couple phone calls spamming in, but uh, I'll skip those. You control me another night, thanks, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do our thing. So, if you have if these are legitimate phone calls, I apologize, and you know our schedule Monday through Thursday, seven p.m. Pacific. Let's smash the outro music and roll it, roll it. All right, how's this go? A little something like this. All right, so. This show goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. We get together. It's Trouble Minds and our friends hanging out, talking about amazing things. And uh, just considering the fact that the world isn't like we think it is. 
And what that means is considering all the possibilities. And all the possibilities tend to get wild. If uh, you're not used to this sort of thing, don't worry. We're not trying to tell you or brainwash you or this or that or anything else. We're just trying to consider what may or may not be true. And so there you go. There it is. What Matt, what's up? There we go. The ley lines on the moon. Or that'll be a whole different one. I almost added into this show tonight the time before there was a moon. That's a whole other show, I think. So there's a lot of this. There's a lot of like, uh, again, whether it's folklore, mythology, whether it's legitimate stuff, who knows? It's all sort of blended together. And um, that's what's going on. So we try and figure this stuff out because you mix it with the healthy dose of propaganda and bullshit from the powers that be. And we're supposed to be confused. That's the game. And so our game is, well, if we consider all the possibilities, you'll never be surprised. And that's what's up. So if you like the show, please spread the word. Let everybody know that there's a conversation going on out there. If you like the podcast, let them, let them go. Let them know. Uh, go, go check out the podcast. If you want to help the show, listen to the podcast feed. Spotify, iTunes, all the rest of that. Spotify has grown 900%. In the last year, 900%. That's absurd. And that's because people are interested. That's because uh, uh, there's a lot of things out there that don't make sense. And, well, thanks for thanks for being part of the Troubled Minds community. If you haven't joined the Discord, please do. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. All the links are there. Everything you need. Merch coming. All the rest of this stuff. Thanks again. Let's get the hell out of here. We'll see you tomorrow night. This one's for Jay because he's not here. So... The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we have tomorrow. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details